Onward. Show me some weird shit. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> I'm Ray. And I'm Veronica. And welcome to the Chick Lit Book Club Podcast. <laughs> Where we read a romance novel and then we talk about it. Today we're talking about The Worst Darcy by Robin Ginn. I assume sorry, it's Ginn. I, I think so. We yeah. talked about that before. I think it's Ginn. Probably. I'm um, sorry about that, but I wanted to make sure it wasn't coming out Chick Lit. <laughs> Overemphasizing the syllables. The syllables. Yep. Excellent. Welcome. You're welcome. I've seen you a lot. Yeah. Oh, because we did something special this week. You mean like this past week, last week? Yes. yes, Okay, good. (laughs) This week has been fucking terrible. Um, We did do something special last week. (laughs) We did. I I think I've seen you like four Saturday or like four weeks in a row. Because we recorded and then... And then birthday. Little V's birthday, and then Red... No, then we would have recorded again, and then Red, White, and Royal Blue, and then this? I've seen you yeah. a lot. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's been nice. I mean, not complaining. Not complaining. Oh, no, I'm not complaining. And then uh, we should also see each other... Well, it's the same weekend we, we record, actually. Oh, right. I'm going to see you a lot that day. It's going to be amazing. It is. For many reasons. <laughs> yes, for many reasons. Um, also, so uh, I, we, I, we basically just sort of skipped over that. But yes, we recorded last week with Lee. We watched, um, we together, all of us on an Amazon like watch party or whatever, watched Red, White, and Royal Blue. And it was wonderful. It was fantastic, guys. If you've not seen it, watch... Hold off. Watch it with us. Yeah. Watch it with us. Pull up the YouTube. I recommend pulling up the YouTube and starting with us. Yes. Um, a lot of it's quiet. Like, I was just uh, all of us just, like, trained just, on the television. But, well, right. Like, because, but, you know, we were watching the movie. Um, right. But, like, the point is that you can watch it with us. And that was um, voted upon by our listeners. So, yes. like, doing a commentary versus... Us just watching it and then talking about it. So yeah, yeah. So you so you get what you asked for, I guess. Like, Question be careful mark. what you wish for. <laughs> <laughs> Me losing internet at some point. It's cool. Oh, yeah, it's cool, guys. Funny. <laughs> we're just like, oh, Ray's gone. Okay, we're just we're not stopping the movie. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I'll probably watch it again. And I on I think it was I was on TikTok yesterday. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um. And someone was showing, like, a deleted scene from the movie. And it was oh. the scene where – and I was bummed that they deleted it because I feel like they should have kept it in there. But it was um, – do you remember the scene when Alex first goes to England because they're mm-hmm. trying to, like, you know, fake a friendship, essentially? Right. And the two of them end up, like, eating ice cream together, like, in the kitchen? Oh, I, yes, because it's in the trailer. Yes. But it, like, got cut from the final film, and well, I was bummed about that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. Like, they could have done, like, a director's... Oh, there yeah. might be. They might do there a director's might... cut at some point. Yeah, I kind of hope they do, because that it was adorable. Like, it was because really, really cute. They do some hard cuts 
um, with some of the sex scenes, which I was like, okay, we could at least, you know, linger a little bit, at least open some flies, at least. Yeah. Some slide down some zippers. Yeah. Um, but yeah. also, I could watch, I don't remember either of their names, but I could nope. watch Henry push Alex onto that couch all day. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. That sex scene was so hot, and it it's was. not even like explicit, but it is like you know what is happening. <laughs> you sure every do. Yeah, you do. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. I it and it's sexy and hot and just like it's yeah. I don't. I honestly have not seen something that like loving and intimate and sexy uh, between two men on mm -hmm. screen. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Ever? I'm sure there's probably been something else that I've seen, but like at least recently. Yeah. 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 Um, in particular, there were like one thing that I liked about the sex scene and one thing that I wished for. Um, so the thing I liked, you can actually see Henry's leg like way up. Like yes. you can see his knee. Did you yes. notice that? Yes, I did. Um, and then the thing that I was wishing for was that, like, you actually made a comment at one point about how, um, Alex's, like, key on the chain was, like, dangling. And I wanted... with the forehead? Yes. <laughs> Honestly, what I wanted was for Henry to, like, grab that thing and, and oh. pull Alex down. Oh, that would have been nice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Anyway... <sighs> Yeah, it's great. I mean, the book is great. Yeah. Um, even though some, someone yelled at me because I didn't think it was as I'm funny so as, as boyfriend material. <laughs> the thing is, I think you're right. Like, I don't think it's as funny as boyfriend material. because no, I think it's like, it's a different kind of funny. Because I think there's there's so much more seriousness that comes into it. Like, that what's at play is a lot more serious than what's at play at boyfriend material. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's... I, and, and on Oliver and Luke. So Luke, mm -hmm. I mean, in Boyfriend Material, Luke has just got a bad reputation. He's mm -hmm. trying to, like, clean up his reputation. This mm -hmm. is, like, fucking an international incident. So, yes. Yeah. Literally an international incident. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Literally. So funny. Oh, my God. So I will yeah, never stop I mean, apologizing to you for that. I'm so sorry. I just think it's hysterical. <laughs> over I, that, I felt so fucking judged that night. I was like, I'm what? so sorry. I, mean, I really didn't. But it was funny because I was like, definitely had a happening? lot of wine. Well, we, so we all had a lot to drink that night. We did. Speaking of, are you drinking anything fun? Um, I'm just oh, you're drinking deep some... white wine. <laughs> white wine. I have to say. Um, we, so I have my background blurred for people who are not like actually watching this. Cause I'm not sure if we'll ever, if we'll use the video, but regardless, we can see each other. Um, I'm drinking white wine out of white a wine. wine glass, white wine. And, um, I have my background blurred just in case we use the video because there are like family photos behind me. Um, so when I bring the wine glass, <laughs> Up to, I'm going to take a screenshot um, but <laughs> for Instagram. Um, but when I bring the uh, wine glass up to my face, it basically just looks like I'm trying to deep throat something because it blurs it out. <laughs> it, looks like a, it looks like a Japanese porn. It looks ridiculous. Like just I'm just saying that because for some ridiculous. reason, Japan blurs all their penises in porn. 
Do they really? They do. I do why? not understand why. I, you know what? Let's find out. Let me look Google. real quick. Google it. Google while I take this why, screenshot. Why do <laughs> why does Japan blur uh, porn? There we go. Um, after the major, wow, this is like, um, oh my god. Okay, after the Meiji, apologies if I'm saying that wrong. Restoration in 1868, which marked a major political shift in the in Japan. I love that you're reading as I'm like, <laughs> you're you're drinking as I'm reading this. The government began heavy censorship of Western ideas, pornography, and and any political writings critical of the emperor of japan wait so that doesn't make any sense um okay that is because is your well, dick being critical well also it's 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 japanese people it's not american it's not american porn it's japanese porn so japanese porn okay let's see um, i feel confused Okay, according to the article, according to Article One Seventy Five of the Japanese Penal Code, it is illegal to share indecent penal material. code. <laughs> penal. <laughs> so sorry. Blurred penals. Blurred penals. Pixelated God, penals. I'm the worst. Um, uh, though this may sound familiar to the rules closer to home, Japanese um, artists of the adult variety have found a way to circumvent. They simply blur out the genitalia. Oh, so it's illegal to share indecent materials. So instead, Even they in blur. Porn. So they blur it. Um, here we're just like, can we make it bigger? Could we actually put a uh, camera inside of her vagina <laughs> to see the cum come out? Cool, awesome. <laughs> now the big thing here is uh, virtual reality porn. I so, am not like, surprised at all by that. Um, it's really funny. Like uh, I've there's a on our, our one of our fa- favorite sites, uh, Baleska. They do a uh, blind date where you can, like, it, what it is, it's, like, porn stars who, like, uh, or, sorry, sorry, sex workers who are, like, um, I want to work with um, this person. So it's, like, usually, like, the one person gets to pick who they their scene partner they want. And they do an interview with them on both sides and before the porn. And um, a lot of them said they've worked together on this VR stuff. They're, like, it's not fun to do because it's literally just sitting there with like because you can't move yeah because you're like either you're the vessel that's being fucked or you're the fucky and either way you have to like the way they're shooting it they have to (laughs) before you shoot is they have to like you have to be completely still so the camera can go different ways to catch it for VR. I'm like, how about we just don't have that? How about we just we just don't do that? If it's not fun for the poor workers that have to do this, because I'm sure that like they're making a decent wage probably like now, especially if you can do OnlyFans and stuff. But still, like they don't have insurance. Fucking get these people goddamn insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, although I, I don't know, maybe Baleska pays insurance. I don't know. I don't know if they do. Probably or not. not. They're all going to be like independent contractors. No. Um, but still, it's like, come on, let's make their job a little bit easier. They're doing something that none of us really want to do. Let's just make their job a little easier. I mean, there are some porn stars that I would like to do, but uh-huh. yeah. <clears throat> yep. 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 Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of one right now. Yep. Anyhow. Um. <laughs> Anyhow. Anywho's will be. Um, my dear. Yeah. Tell me something good. Okay. So as I said, this week has been fucking terrible. <laughs> like mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. so many levels. Mm-hmm. Um, however, today uh, I got to hang out with Mama Veronica. Yay. 
uh, her birthday is this weekend, and Yay, uh, please so <laughs> and so we went to the beach um, with little V and uh, Mr. V, and it was wonderful. We had it was like nice. a perfect beach day. Um, just hung out, like had we brought a cooler, we had lunch, um, like in the park, and then um, hung out on the beach, built sandcastles. It was awesome. That's cool. Yeah. And then we had dinner on our way out and had ice cream. And as per usual, I fell asleep in the car on the way back because (laughs) I cannot be in a car and not fall asleep. And the sun, too. Oh, yeah. Like sun, water, exhausting. Like always exhausting. Our little V was like out like that. Oh, my God. (laughs) So fast. Um, Yeah. Like, yeah, it was just it was a really nice end to a fucking hellacious week so fun times that sounds amazing that sounds nice it was nice uh ray yeah tell me something good <sighs> i'm literally sitting here thinking god i'm like oh my fuck i don't even know what to throw at you. i mean honestly probably meeting seeing you guys last weekend was the, probably the best thing because this week has been a fucking month and yeah. i mean if we wouldn't have gone believe- to the beach today, I would have absolutely nothing to tell you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> absolutely nothing. We had the best start of school we've ever had, so that was cool. I mean, yes, we're back at school, guys. Summer's over. Today, I know what I'm going to say. Today was the perfect day. It felt like fall. Um, Ween wanted to go to the spirit, but I said I can't. But it would have been the perfect. It was like you know it's on the horizon, and yeah. it just gets me excited for fucking spooky season. Yeah, so. it. Um- it's definitely like even last night it was like kind of cold. It was. It was. I love it. I love every fucking minute of it. It was nice. I love this time of year and there was actually a good stretch in the spring when it was fine when it was just shifting to summer where yeah. it was perfect every night you could keep the windows open and then like close them during the day and the cool air would like stay in the house enough, you know? Yeah. That's like my I, favorite time of year is when you can do that when it's cool enough to open the windows yes. at night. And, like, you know, but still nice and warm during the day, and you just shut the windows, and, like, the AC kicks on if it needs to, you know? Well, I have to say, and I hate to say this because I know that some of our listeners are suffering from, oh, in places that it's, like, 109, and I no, sucks. thank but you. I, I am I sorry about that. But this has not been a bad summer for us, really? No, it really, any, I mean, it hasn't been We have been not horrible. had any 90-degree 90 90 days. Not many. I mean, tomorrow it's going to be, like, almost 90. It's It's not been, like, hellaciously hot. Most no. of the time, there's certainly no. been a lot of been some humid days, which were like not fun. Not as many as last year, though. Probably not. Yeah. Also, like, which I think because, well, part of it I think and I don't because part of because I didn't have a fucking air conditioner last year. So I was like, Motherfucker! but, um, <sighs> but you no. Know, and I, you know, I apologize for that because I know that there are parts of the country that are suffering so bad right now that I'm like, I even hate to say that because, yeah. Yeah, it's bad, guys. Don't I mean, listen, me pluck, climate change is still a, yeah. s- still a thing. Fucking Hawaii's on goddamn fire. Oh, so don't God. meet the most like beautiful place on the earth, which like, stays usually paradise? like in the 70s. Yeah, it yeah. stays like between that and Fiji, stays 70 degrees, like pretty much constantly all year, is on fucking fire. So don't give me the shit that global warming doesn't exist. It does, guys. It, does. it fucking does. Now, of course, that means we're probably going to have the worst fucking winter, but uh, it's fine. Perfect. Excited. 
especially now that all of us can pretty much work at home, so there's really is no snow days anymore for those of us who work in schools. Yeah. I mean, I don't care. I don't go anywhere anyhow because I'm a loser. Right. Like, I work from and, home. It doesn't... We, yeah. I'm already fucked on that. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. Fun Anywho, times. The show's a little off the rails. No, let's, <laughs> let's bring it back. Let's, let's bring it back on the rails with some back. dirty pictures. That sounds great. Um, welcome oh, to our... Fuck, I forgot to... I was going to create a fucking... I was going to use the... 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS. Oh <laughs> it will happen. Anyhow. That feels like a copyright claim. I don't know. We'll see. I, we'll see. Um, we'll see. Uh, welcome we to... We don't own anything, so... That's true. Um, good luck. This podcast um, isn't going to be worth you suing us. Um, yeah. This is a labor of love, you guys. Uh, if we get sued by fucking 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS, I will throw myself off a building. You won't. <laughs> Because I told you I'm not finding a new co-host. <laughs> so you just need to fucking figure it out. Just ask Lee to do it. We'll be fine. I'm sure he'd be gung-ho to be yeah, like, right, yeah, I'll right. talk about sexy books with you on the internet. Um, every other week in perpetuity. Yeah, I, he has a lot of He has a, a busy social calendar. He does. We need to get him like two months in advance. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like a process. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. We gotta file a PO and everything. Oh and yeah, yeah, absolutely. I have to like call his people and like you yeah, know schedule whole thing. Up, pencil it in. Yep. Yep. Send request. Um <laughs> so welcome to our newest, I guess, segment called Toys for Twats, where we look at um odd, strange, kinky, whatever, sex toys. Um as a disclaimer, as always. We are not here to kink shame. We do not care what you do in the privacy of your own home or whatever place you're in. Um, we just want you to be safe and make sure that everything is consensual with you and your partner. Yep. Okay, that's it. Onward. Show me some weird shit. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> Here you go. There you go. Wait, I'm um, not saying anything. Oh, hold on. It's 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 doing this little like you know. It's coming. That's what you're saying. All of your face. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the squirrel clit sucker and shut the fuck up. Vibrator, <laughs> our cutest vibrator. This squirrel. The Squirrel Clit Sucker and G-Spot Vibrator is a ridiculously cute sex toy that's also unbelievably strong. It's a two-in-one sex toy that can use as an internal vibrator or clit sucker. So the features are Squirrel Clit Sucker and G-Spot Vibrator, two sex toys in one, and the last one is unrelentingly strong. It'll suck your clit right off your fucking body. (laughs) doesn't actually say that right it does actually say, fucking say shut that. the fuck up it nope. says that no nope, it says that it doesn't say it's gonna suck the clit off your body that, oh, was, okay. that was my own like you know but it uh, says like unrelenting or something yep, like that unrelentingly strong yep why we love the squirrel so it is like a purple squirrel that i'm assuming oh so the the tail of it is the actual like you can insert it uh, just use those words. Um, so this is like um, I'm trying to think of uh, on, uh, if you're going on to like Adam and Eve. There's a um, actually who had it. Uh, Buzzfeed had a vibrator 
in um, in co- uh, co- collaboration with Baleska that was like this. So it was curved. Um, <laughs> in the clits, there is a clit sucker on the one end, and on the other end was the actual vibrator that you put inside yourself. So, or sorry, yeah, the uh, yeah the vibrator, the one inside yourself. So it was like <clears> a G spot uh, stimulator. And that's kind of what this is, except for it's shaped like a squirrel with, like, the Yoshi mouth from, like, the Yoshi from um, Super Mario Brothers. It's going gonna, it's gonna to squirt an egg right out of its mouth right there. Yep. But it's going to suck your clit. Um, why we love the squirrel clit sucker and G-spot vibrator. The squirrel clit sucker and G-spot vibrator is ridiculous. Okay, that's already what we said. Okay. The sensations feel something like vibration and something like rhythmic tapping. Tap, 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 tap. <laughs> this one has 10 settings from chill to... Oh my god! The scroll also includes a strong vibrating tail, so you can use the toy in two ways. As a clit sucker, or as an ultra-strong internal and external vibrator. We love how versatile it is. How does the squirrel's clit sucker and G-spot vibrator feel? The squirrel clit sucker features a unique type of stimulation. Air. This... <laughs> air rushes at your clitoris to give you clitoris clitoris <laughs> I just think of South Park anyhow to give you fast intense orgasms uh, people report that it also and it feels a lot like oral sex the smooth silicone tail is the perfect shape for hitting your g-spot too uh, <clears throat> yep that's it that's 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 it uh, understanding sound and vibration. Here at vibrators.com, we test each and every oh vibrator for vibration and sound levels. So I remember a book that I read that, um, oh shit, what the, what the name of it? it was like, I can't, I'll look, by the end of this episode, I will have the book because it was actually a good book. But it was like somebody in the, like, it was a company and somebody in the company was actually testing these vibrators, like testing sex toys. And um, the guy who was creating them, like, was a tech wizard. And, like, he was creating. The, and so they had to work together on a project. Of course they were. Testing. Oh, God. <clears throat> wow. Oh, there's a video of. Um, uh, here you go. Here I go. I'm going to show, share this with you. Oh, I'm so scared. They're testing the vibe on this one. Okay, full <clears throat> disclaimer. I had the Belesca BuzzFeed thing before Bucky ate it and I couldn't use it anymore. It was one of the best toys I've ever had. But Fuckface destroyed it, so. Because he got into my stash dickhead yeah uh <clears throat> it was also like most expensive too but um of course that- i've i've texted you some screenshots of my face <laughs> the first one what the fuck <laughs> um yeah uh the, the, this one though is perfect though it looks like you've either seen a murder or a video of a sex toy being used <laughs> <laughs> okay so this next one um oh god <clears throat> i I, I, I wish I could find a video of someone using this. Hold on one second, but I can't. Uh, I tried, and stuff that was not uh, helpful in my search came up. 
Oh. I don't know if I want to know. So I am confused. <laughs> this is called the Orgy Machine. It's a rechargeable licking realistic masturbator. Oh my god. So it's part flashlight. That's okay. So it's part flashlight. So the dick goes in the flashlight part of it, and then there's a tongue inside of the tube that licks the tip of the, the dick as it goes in. This looks like a Muppet's mouth. Stan is Janice from the Electric Mayhem's mouth. It is. Mouth. It abs- that's what it looks like. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Side note, I said to somebody tonight that the teachers that we used to work with were just like the electric mayhem puppets if they came to life and were real people. So, because <laughs> oh. they were. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, like it does. Not the ones we used to work with, like uh, ones that he and I used to work with oh, okay. at a Montessori school. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, hippie okay. dippies. I have questions because, like, is I don't I don't have penis so i can't like speak to this but one it doesn't well i mean it's 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 anticipating that you're not very long there i guess there is that but i think okay why is the tongue just like out it vibrates it does move up and down i believe let me read the description (laughs) Oh, wait, I I forgot to do this. I forgot to do this in the David Attenborough voice. Hello. (laughs) Two parts of this toy work simultaneously, giving you a unique feel of penetration mixed with the blowjob, the best of both worlds. The soft skin-like pussy envelops your shaft with seven mode vibrations while the tongue teases your tip in seven gyrating speeds. Make it ride your boda for hours. (laughs) I would love to hear David Attenborough say ride your boda for hours. It is USB rechargeable so you can hump as long as you wish. Detach pussy from tongue for easy cleaning or separate use only for tongue that keeps fighting when dis- only tongue keeps vibrating when disassembled. Um, turn your solo into an orgy with this quivering soft pussy combined with can we stop saying pussy combined with the gyrating tongue for out of the world orgasm not out of this world out of the world of orgasms it will literally well feel aliens like are part of the world you know this is true general common knowledge now so this next line is this will literally feel like two hot babes are working on your boda <laughs> what is <laughs> One is so wet and tight for you The other is insatiable Hungry to swallow you and worship your shaft <laughs> A dude a, a cis dude wrote this shit Oh absolutely A cis white dude wrote this shit <laughs> uh, I will literally feel like Two hot babes are working your boner <laughs> Oh so yeah, I can't explain it. Um, we might have to put this one on because on this from the side you can't really tell what it is. So I think we could probably put this picture up without having to to um, censor it. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 
Oh, there's a video of it working. Hold oh, on. Christ. Okay. Here you go. I mean, it's just, if it's working. There's not a penis in there. Believe me, I tried to look it up and I was like, oh, nope, those are not what I'm looking for. Uh, and the video, they do have a video of some guy taking the lid off of it. Like, t- take the lid off, like, the vagina part. And then some girl in, like, skimpy uh, underwear, like, looking like she's going to go down on him. And then she starts licking, a, a like, a popsicle. So I don't, and it doesn't tell me, like, I don't, I can't see his dick. I can't see anything. Right. But if you look up, do not search in Pornhub for Orgy Machine, because it will not be what you're looking for. These are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> Our search history, forever ruined. Oh, it's mine's fucked. Literally and figuratively fucked. Cool. Okay. So, let's move on to the last item for tonight. And It's always an adventure, you know? Uh-huh. And I saved, just like Vanessa Williams said, I saved the best for last. Because sometimes the snow comes down in June. Sometimes the sun goes around the moon. Uh, <laughs> just when you thought your test passed. I go and you save the best for last. save the best for last. Oh, come the fuck on. I, uh, I, um, I did send this photo to Mr. Veronica and said, I have questions. <laughs> it's not Home Depot. He doesn't have answers for He doesn't. <laughs> um, actually, he guessed what it is for. He said, after much head tilting, <laughs> I am thinking it stimulates licking the tip. I, I said, yes, got- you are correct. However, I still have questions. I wish we could have gotten the video of him seeing the other thing. Because oh, that was great. It's pretty great. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> this <laughs> is a G-spot massage dildo. Novelty vegetable penis, big realistic cock with suction cup and big bumps. Okay, first of all, it is not realistic, okay? This is a corn on the cob. (laughs) It's got balls. (laughs) This is literally a corn on the cob. With little, like, balls. With balls. And a suction cup. Yep. Yep. I mean, it's not literally, like, I mean, it's, it's made out of plastic, but yes. Or silicone, but yes. Corn-shaped surface with big bumps. The G-Spot Massage Dildo has a unique corn-shaped oh my surface God. full of graininess, giving you more stimulation experience to satisfy your curiosity and sexual fantasies about alternative sexual shapes of sex toys. Powerful suction cup. This novelty's, novelty's vegetable penis is a powerful hands-free suction cup that can be easily tucked firmly onto oh, suck firmly on a okay, suck firmly on a smooth surface, which allowing you to experience a wild ride um, health material big realistic cock is made of PVC latex-free non something, soft body safe and comfortable to the skin, that means you can put it in the dishwasher, it's dishwasher oh, safe thank god, thank god yep, you wanna clean that cum off real easily there you go. Um, um, I have yeah. to tell you. Yeah. Um, you ordered on. one. What did you say? I, no, I did not order one. <laughs> um, I will say that this this little gadget here has ruined the corn song for me. Ruined it. Do you know what I'm talking about? 
It's, it's, Tell it's me what you like about corn. It's corn. A big lump with knobs. It has the juice. This is, I love this song legitimately. This kid is fucking adorable. I've he never is seen adorable. This. You've never seen this? This is like when. It's corn. Yeah. He's got the cutest little teeth. He He's amazing. This child is incredible. Oh, this is adorable. It is adorable. Oh, I love it. It I is adorable. It. And that giant black corn on the cob has ruined it. No, I can separate the two. All right. Well, good for you. Yeah. Um, because I put it in the dishwasher. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we sure so, the dishwasher wouldn't ruin that suction cup? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's if it's. It doesn't say it's dishwasher friendly. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've always joked about like, how do people wash some of these things? I don't know. That might be something we can ask uh, E.L. Coslow. True, true. I mean, I know that they're like, <clears throat> Adam and Eve sells like the the cleaner that you yeah. can spray on and stuff. But um, yeah, so there you go. That's uh, t- Toys for Twats. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. It's never disappointing. We also are going to link to that song because it's adorable. Yeah, because it's amazing. Oh. All right, let's uh, let's um, go and uh, talk about this book. Yeah, that sounds like a great plan. Um, we will take a brief respite, and we'll be right back. We'll be back in two and two. Thank you. <laughs> and we're back. We're back, bitches. Hello. Hello. Um, the book we will discuss tonight is called The Worst Darcy. Um, we actually had an ARC of it. Um, it came out on August 15th. Today in real time is August 19th. So we already, and by we, I mean Ray, uh, posted a brief review of it um, so that we were, um, you know, fulfilling our ARC obligation. But um, just with the way that our schedule fell, this is when we were able to have the episode on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it hasn't, it's only been out for a few days. Um, uh, well, we can talk more like Robin Ginn. Mm-hmm. How is this her first book? <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. I know. What the I know. fuck? It's, it's very funny. Um, uh, there it's, it, she writes, I have to say, Brody's written very well. He is. I have to say. He has written very well. Very well. Um, I, as I was saying all along, he's a bit of a dum-dum and I love it. And he's like proudly wears on in his sleeve that he's kind of a dum-dum. But we'll get into it. And I mean that in the most like loving sense of, he. he's like, he's he's like, he is like a surfer dude a little bit, kind of. Like, oh man. A little, little bit. bit. Like. Kind of a, like a, well, like a like a stoner, even though he's not stoned, but like kind of a stoner. A little bit, yeah. <clears throat> Anyhow, yeah, um, yeah. In in my uh, zeal to talk about how I can't believe that this is her first book, that's a, a high compliment. Like she's very this. The writing is good. Yeah. The concept is excellent. Um, the characters are developed. I mean, it's it's good. It's yeah, quite good. It's, it's Yep, it's it's top shelf good stuff. Yeah, it yep. is. It really is. And it reads quick. 
So yeah, I mean, it does. This is yeah, yeah. And also, it's hot. So oh, we'll get there. We'll get yep. there. Um, but yeah, this this is an ARC through NetGalley, which I think signals traditional publishing, right? I don't know necessarily. I think the majority of it is. Okay. I'm wondering if she is not trad published because this says, uh, I'm not seeing like under product details, I'm not seeing a publishing, company. a publishing company. Mm, could be. Um, I, I mean, I'm not upset about it. I, the, the reason I bring this up is that you and I have noticed that the trad published romance novels as of late tend to be not steamy. You might be right on that. Cause I think we were that Trish dollar and I think Trish is, she publishes her own stuff, but I got that through net galley. Virginia Heath too. I, I think she, I don't know. She might be trad publishing though. I don't know. I don't know. For one, it sounded like <clears throat> in our conversation with us all is that like the difference between the two is like cost. I think it costs more to publish or to to put your put it out on NetGalley than it is to book si- sirens. I think probably you would know probably better than I. I guess. haven't checked the price for NetGalley, um, but I would imagine so. It, book sirens is very affordable. So probably like NetGalley, the reason that most people go like most th- that it's mostly traditional because they're paying because the, right. the publishing houses are paying for it. True. So. True. Um, uh, hang on. I just thought of something that I want to bring up later. Okay. So uh, I can go ahead and read the uh, description here. First of all, I like the cover. I think it's cute. I do too. I, <clears throat> I'm, on that, I used to really like the the cartoon stuff, and I'm kind of like on the fence with them. But this one's adorable. Yeah, I mean, I think they can definitely be done poorly, um, or you know, done well. Yeah, I remember we were following somebody that I was like, they were do- doing their own cartoonized things. And I was like, this looks worse than. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. This one is, it's it's cute, and. Um, I don't know. I, there's just something about it. Like, it, it's just adorable. Like, there's the maybe more traditional, um, well, like, Darcy also- and Elizabeth in the background. And then there's, like, the two of them in the foreground. And also, they look like um, the the characters. Because I just finished, I just actually did a review. It's, it was fine. It was Codename Charming uh, by Lucy per- Parker. And the description, the- the picture on the front like it was a cartoon picture of the front of the two characters was nothing like the descriptions of the the characters in the, in the book and i'm like how'd you get this so wrong like he's bald in the book like he's shaves his head in the book and he's like full head of hair no beard i'm like he's definitely got a beard in the book too i'm like how did you get this so fucking wrong like so um Why? this one how? i don't know it looked like that to me is like that's that's brody yeah yeah that looks like brody to me um there when we get to stunt casting i'll tell you who i almost cast as brody but i know we've used him before and i just was like looking for something new um yeah okay it's cute so first and foremost i think you'll probably get this um but well no okay i'm just gonna read the description and we'll go from there the worst darcy 
by Robin Ginn. It is a truth universally acknowledged that Brody Bishop is the worst. Vivian Trent is desperate. Her family doesn't approve of her life as a single mom, and the small town of Austin still won't accept her as one of their own four years later. Playing Elizabeth Bennett at the annual Jane Austen Festival is the perfect way to win over the locals and prove that she's thriving. But when Austin's favorite festival hero is replaced by his tattooed metalhead brother, how is she supposed to achieve perfection with such a bad boy playing Mr. Darcy? He's never read the book. He's brash and unpolished. He's blonde. You must allow me to tell you how ardently I dislike you. Brody's used to being the town disappointment, so when Vivian turns her nose up at him, he's not surprised. Hot librarian or not, she's way too uptight. But once the festival gets underway, they see new sides of each other. When he finds out her dark secret, suddenly she's more endearing. Her dark secret. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was, as I read it, I was like, dark, really? Um, she's vulnerable but strong. And the way she looks in that gown only blurs the lines between playing the part and falling for her for real. But when her goal is within reach, can Vivian go off book and choose Brody if it means risking everything she thought she wanted? Oh, yeah, I don't think there's really much to add to that. That's pretty. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean... It, it says in here that there is this is like a fictional town in Canada um, outside of Toronto, I think, called Austin. Mm-hmm. And um, every year it's like the it's. It sounds like it's the main tourist attraction for the summer is that they do a yeah. they they do like a big Jane Austen festival where um they they choose a different book to focus on every summer and right. uh, so this summer is Pride and Prejudice and um oh god to be the to be the year that they do uh uh North Hanger Abbey it just blow my brains out at that point cuz that's a horrible one of hers <laughs> I admittedly have not read it. It's dumb. Uh, So um, I don't know that there's really much to add here. So um, I think, well, I think we could probably say that, like, the reason that she wants to be, because she's moved here, what, four years ago? Yeah, it says four years later. Yeah, and she's just pretty much known as, like, Keaton's mom. Keaton is her her little son that she had with her ex, Sam, mm-hmm. who um, Sam is, is has moved back to town, it sounds like, that he's from here. And so she moves to the town to be with Sam so they can co-parent together. But they're best friends, but they're not together. Yeah, together. they tried fact, he, for, like, a year yeah. to be together, and it just, like, didn't work. They were like, we are not a great couple. Like we're not no. we're not in love. Like we love each other, but we are not. They in actually love. broke up, and then they found and then out found that they out were she pregnant. was pregnant. Right. So like they got this adorable kid named Keaton, which makes me think of Michael Keaton, Alex P. Keaton. Oh, well, that and Alex P. Keaton from from um, Family Ties. Oh, okay, yeah, fair, fair. But both agreed, agreed. I thought maybe uh, like are, they uh, like Batman or something. Oh, could be, could be. I just like that name. The name is like the name is cool. We were actually we were actually just talking about how like sometimes authors maybe put some really inventive names into books to take away from the bad writing. Anyhow, um, not, we're not naming names. At we are all not naming names there. We like Keaton. Um, that's the point. We do. Yeah, we like Keaton. it's. It's cute. Um, it's like a different. It is, it's, it's a different, different name. Yeah, it's like Preston. I like Preston as a like as a name too. Like the whitest the white name, of, Preston. I know, I know, but the ton at the end makes works for me. Um, yeah, fair. 
but so she's like wanting to do this to like because no one knows her yep. as her. as Vivian. No, like people yeah. literally don't know who she is. Oh, they're like, oh, Keaton's mom yeah. or oh, Sam's ex. Or they like, like literally don't recognize her, even though she right. works at the library and she's lived and there for four fucking years. In an example of Mrs. Bishop, mm-hmm. who fucking runs this like Austin. Like she's a major contributor to the festival every year. Says at one point, oh, I don't I don't have spare time to, you know, for reading. For reading. It almost acts, acts like it's like this weird pastime, like, you know, like playing cornhole or something like that like oh for reading like like, she said she was dirt biking on the weekend or right like Like, i'm i'm in the roller derby or something like she's reading it's reading the most intellectual of pursuits okay that's whatever lady whatever i mean it also speaks to how fucking terrible she is so because doesn't she even say something like well weird flex on that one like I forget, that's but a, maybe like that's a weird. Yeah, that's a weird flex. Weird flex. Yeah. Um. If you don't want to read, fine. If you don't like reading, fine. But being hey, like, I don't have read. time. Okay. Right. I mean, whatever. But like, to to make a statement like that where you are just like, oh, I don't have time for such things like reading. Reading. <laughs> like I'm too rich to read. <laughs> like, what the um, fuck? In fact, if I was rich, I'd have more time to read. Oh fuck yes. Because I'd have someone else doing everything for me. Yeah. Like, working. Uh-huh. Any hoozles. Um, any something. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I found this week, I was very excited about another way we can use honey. Anywho. Any, any um, something. Um, yeah. So, obviously, like, as we, if you've listened to the show for any period of time, you must know that Pride and Prejudice is a big deal for both of us. We both really love yep. that book. We've read it multiple times. We've seen every adaptation. <laughs> um, in <laughs> fact, when I got married, my um, bouquet of flowers I made out of all of the flowers um, that people carried in my wedding were made of paper because I wanted to be able to save them. I didn't want to have to deal with like dried flowers and shit. Um, and my bouquet is uh, actually half construction paper and half pages from pride and prejudice so awesome yeah yeah i'm putting something in the chat for you oh i am so excited so um, first thing that came up though was that giant (laughs) black corn cop um um so how we do we rate things or how we review things on this podcast um we do a compliment sandwich i'm I'm gonna be hungry um, really soon oh fuck yeah um uh, I'm going to want cucumber side sandwiches. Note, I, Sorry. Oh, my God. That sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom and I did um, props for a show one summer where it was a British uh, comedy called Blay Spirit, where we had to make cucumber sandwiches. Delicious. Anyhow, for... Yep. Uh, anyhow, um, <laughs> I forgot where I was going with that one. Uh, I don't know. You sent me a oh, link. Yes, every, okay. Yes. Okay. So um, I have moved on from Factor because it's too expensive. To every plate, I would love sp- every plate. If you would like to be a sponsor on our on our podcast, please do. Meals are literally like three to four dollars a piece, and it feeds two. So you have oh. dinner and dinner the night next night or lunch or whatever you want to do, and it's like uh, Blue Apron or um, what's the other one? Um, Hello Fresh? Uh, the other one. Hello Fresh. But 
um, they give because they give you pre-portioned ingredients, uh, but it's cheaper. Love so, that story. Uh, yep, it's great. Anyhow, so I've been moving on to that, and I spend less time at the grocery store. So love and that. Even less in groceries. I even less in groceries is amazing. Fucking hate grocery shopping. That and like, then you've got a whole bag of shit. So there's like, okay, well, I made the meal from this. What am I going to do with the rest of this shit? Like, I'm never going to use it again. Or if I use it again, it won't be for weeks and it'll be out to throw it out. So this is like, it gives you perfect pre-portioned shit. I'm trying so hard to, even if it means I have to go to the grocery store more often or like Instacart more often, not have as much food. Like I'm, I'm so sad about food waste that trying really hard to like reduce that in my household well and this would i mean again every plate if you want like to sponsor us it would be wonderful but like um you the only drawback is like the the meals are you can you can pick the ones that have the slower calorie intake but some of them are how do have a higher because you're feeding more than one person and uh but what's really nice about it is there's other add-ons you can do um which like you can do breakfasts on it too you can have lunches on it so like you could have full meals like your whole day planned uh and really relatively inexpensive like not very much like maybe like 50 cents more than like the the grocery store so totally recommend delicious sounds wonderful so um how we do things is we do a compliment sandwich so the top is bun is something we liked about the book Mm -hmm. so the pro uh, then we get to the meat. So it's the something we didn't like as much about the book. And then the bottom bun is something that we did. So we like to end on a high note. My dear. Yes, dear. Give me your top bun. Okay. I would fucking love to. All right. Let me pull up this first quote that I wanted to read. Okay. Um, all right. So as we said, obviously, we're we're dealing with pride and prejudice here. Um, the thing that I really, really like about it, and I, I'm assuming that there will be more in this series. I imagine, which, gosh, what's the friend's name that she... Renee and Ethan. Renee, Renee and Ethan. Is it Renee and Ethan? I don't know, but I'm imagining it is. Okay. It has to be. So, uh, Renee is fucking awesome. And, yeah. uh, I'm super excited to, I really hope she's booked too. Oh my god, it's gonna be Renee, Renee and Ethan, and it's gonna be fucking Emma. Okay, so that this is where I'm going is that like I okay. think each book will be a different Jane Austen novel. Yes, and that there, it's not just that like it's focused on Pride and Prejudice, and the next one will it's be focused totally on gonna else. be that. It's totally gonna be you that. Think so? Yes, because do you know you know Emma? Yes, like. So Emma, um, Emma's sister is married to Knightley's brother, and she played, oh. she played, she played Vivian's sister in in this in right, this, and Ethan is Brody's brother. It's gonna be Emma, but yes, Ethan just moved it. away. He's moving back by the end of it. Remember? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Because in the epilogue, he's back. It's really hard when you like finish a book too early. (laughs) I I left I left seven percent, so I had to finish it today. Yeah. So that I was like refreshed it, but yes. Oh my god! I just started to have a. I started getting clumped there because I got excited. Okay. Anyhow. So this is my point: is that not only is 
Pride and Prejudice, like the focal point of this book. But there are so many parallels to Pride and Prejudice as this Mm -hmm. book goes on. Mm -hmm. Um, And I imagine like the next book, if it is Emma, like like we're anticipating, it will follow the play or the book rather. Um, So this is like this is early. This is like page 17. Um, She's talking to. Uh, who is she talking? She might be talking to Brody. Um, or maybe I forget. Sorry, I'm not. I'm like, I took screenshots, so I don't like have it. I don't have page 17 in front of me. Um, I just have the screenshot of page 17. So someone, it might be Nia even. It's a story about opening up your mind, owning up to being wrong, and learning to see the best in someone who maybe didn't make a great first impression. Those familiar with the story tittered amongst themselves. It's a hopeful narrative about looking past what makes us different and focusing on what we share. So, yeah, that is Nia talking. Um, Or Naya, however you want to pronounce it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But that is very much this book. Yes, it is. I really, really enjoyed the parallel of seeing, like, Brody's first impression is fucking terrible. Um, (laughs) Can I read you? Yes, please do. Please do. So... She finds out that Brody is going to be her <laughs> Mr. Darcy. She was all excited. Not that she was like thinking that she was going to like be with this person. No. Like it was going to be a like that they were going to have a show like, showman or anything, but she was like she needed Miss the Mr. Darcy to be Ethan. Yeah. Ethan Bishop. She needed him to be like the perfect, the perfect to make her Darcy. stand out. Mm-hmm. Be the perfect Darcy. So <clears throat> uh and so she's like fucking pissed when she finds out that it's mm-hmm. it's Brody and uh, he says hey I said coming to a stop a couple feet away she threw a wild look up at me the apples of her ivory cheeks turning pink what do you want she asked I want to help you she laughed a little oh come on this is obviously not your scene maybe it is I countered maybe I've just never been to the right joust <laughs> she threw her head back and groaned wrong time period I know I scoffed I didn't, I didn't know, know. That was just as I was like, I didn't know. He's so, I just love him. He's just kind of like, he's. He's really funny. Um, This is when, so this is her description of him when he uh, is walking. Like she had seen Brody at the coffee shop, like before this and didn't know who he was, obviously. Right. Um, Just that he was hot. Right. Yes. And, but, and she had been ogling him. So yes. he appears at the festival and is and you know she's realizing this is him. Um <laughs> she says he wore a dark cut-off vest with no shirt beneath and charcoal jeans full of ragged tears. With each step the vest shifted and I could see flashes of his nipples, his nipples which were pierced, <laughs> a small silver hoop dangling from each one. But the worst part was the hair. Darcy was not blonde. He was dark and brooding. It was a truth universally acknowledged that Darcy <laughs> couldn't be blonde. And, <laughs> and Ethan is dark haired, yeah. very attractive, very much. I mean, not that Brody's, Brody's not attractive, but he's very much like he's, I think he's an accountant or something like that. Or I don't know what he does. I, I don't like, even remember. He, Ethan is like everybody's pride and joy. You yeah. Know? Like he's, and then he's the golden boy of the town, I think is how he's described. Yeah. yeah. And, 
And poor Brody is just like the kind of like, you know, misfit kid who dropped out of school and just kind of like ran his car into a casino. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sorry, was funny. Like, yeah, it was funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Oh, my fucking God. <sighs> Where are the rest of my skirt? Oh, they're there. Um, yeah, it, I just, I really enjoyed seeing them kind of like work their way through the book, both in the actual, um, in the action of the book, like going through the festival, but I also really enjoyed seeing them work through their shit together and like, yeah. You and know, and how out. well he adapts to it and like is yes. excited about it mm-hmm. and loves it because she loves it. Yes. I love when I really enjoyed when uh she was like stalking him through the library basically because she saw him trying oh my to read God. it. That fucking was hysterical. so fucking funny. And he was like, What are you doing? <laughs> and then she plays the, the fucking audiobook on accident. Oh my God. Okay, so those of you who love are, Is this your top like, bun? Like are we just no, mine we can is, just keep talking okay. about it. Like I don't care. This is this fucking this is audiobook thing is amazing. It's not my top one, but but yeah, like <laughs> those of you who love monster porn, mm-hmm. like monster love books, you will love this book because it's discussed I mean, frequently. It's discussed frequently, and and let's just say Brody's into it. He's into it. <laughs> he loves it. He thinks it's hysterical, but he is into it. Yes. He also, um, I'm trying to like even look because I know, I know I, um, <laughs> I know some I say some of the quotes I just took of his are just so fucking funny. They, like, they really are. Um, he raised his eyebrows. Squid porn? He's just a totally... Oh my god, shoot me in the face, yes. I groaned. I've literally used that term a number of times. Oh, I got it. Okay, good. Uh, turning my gaze to drill a hole into the ceiling behind his head. I don't know. I feel like we're even, he says, shrugging adamantly. What? I demanded my eyes are... You know I can barely read from almost <laughs> from almost fatal boredom, and I know you can barely read anything with that monster cock. <laughs> um... So this is when, uh, <laughs> this is when it first happens, when the audiobook starts playing. And I think they're oh, in the God, library. Yes. I think they're still in the library when this happens. Um, he hit the play button with a resounding boom. Oh, sweet baby fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then the audiobook. This is the audiobook. I had never been so thoroughly penetrated in so many ways. I'd certainly never been I've been fucked by a tentacle before, the narrator said, picking up where I'd had to stop as I arrived at work. Brody's head slowly swiveled to gape at me. <laughs> I can imagine. I'm, a, I'm picturing it. A shocked grin curling up his lips. Oh. My. God. He whispered with mock outrage. I lunged toward him, grasping at the phone, but he swung it away, allowing the narrator to continue. Oh, and Gorgias, don't stop. I cried. Gorgias. I know. Moaning toward my release as another tentacle slinked up the back of my thigh. And then uh, as she's like trying to... Yes, they are in the library. So she 
is trying to like get it still trying to get him to stop um she says panic and exertion made my breathing heavy my heart pound this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me nobody was ever supposed to know about this please universe strike me down with a bolt of lightning (laughs) (laughs) fyi that that certain point comes back to uh later on uh things crawling up the back of your legs into certain regions I very much enjoyed that he just, like, A, thought it was funny, and B, embraced it and just, like, went with it. He was like, yeah, why not? Oh, yeah, there's a Sounds point good in, to me. In the, while riding in a car at one point together mm-hmm. that he brings it back full force. I was worried at first. I'm not going to lie that there was not going to be any sex in this book or it oh, was yeah. going to be very tame. Yeah, but then, then honestly, we... like when the tentacle porn, like, come on. At that point, I was like, yeah, I yeah. don't know. When... Like, it can't be yeah. that tame. No, because she talks about orgasm. Like, the, they talk about, like, orgasming a couple times. And I was like, okay, yeah, no, there's definitely. And then we get sound booth. And I was like, nope, 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 nope. We're, we're freaking going there. We are there going there. Time. We are going there. Um, like, a page later, she says, this is the worst moment of my life. And he says, if it's any consolation, it's the best moment of mine. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was just waiting for this moment to kind of take her down a couple notches. Yes. Like, to realize, she needed like. needed to be taken down a couple Yes. Notches. Also, I think that this is her dark secret yes You're, like oh, yes. that's <laughs> we've spoiled the dark secret we've for you, spoiled but... the dark secret that she but, likes I monster mean, porn like fyi this is like such low stakes novel this is really yeah this stakes. is not yeah no nothing like there is a not even a there's not even a third act breakup there's like an argument there's an argument but an it's, argument. it's clear and honestly i kind of appreciated that that like it it wasn't he said like i need some space I, I'm still I'm in still this. in this. I still want to be with you, but like I need some space. Yep. Which I appre- I appreciated that. I really well, did. You know, because this, also it I'll takes switch. place like there's 20 pages left in the book. You know, so I was yeah, like, so I'm gonna fuck. Sw- I'm gonna switch. This was gonna be my bottom bun, but I was gonna actually I'm gonna move it to my top bun since okay. we are talking about it. Is the grand quote unquote grand gesture is done by the heroine mm. at this point, mm-hmm. and I think it it fits so well, and it works so well. And I actually think about it like because in Pride and Prejudice, OG, um, yes, Darcy does a really big grand gesture, but Elizabeth is the one who says to him, thanks him Mm -hmm. for helping um, uh, uh, Jane. No, that, but also like going and helping um, what's her face uh, who ran off with Wickham, Lydia, who's like. You know, I, I know that I know what you did. Mm-hmm. My parents, my family does not. Just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> you murdered that fisherman. Um, <laughs> Merging both of your podcasts together. Ah, boom. Crossovers. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, my family doesn't know, but I do. And I want to thank you. So, mm-hmm. I mean, part of it's like this little gesture on either of their parts. I mean, obviously, Darcy's is bigger because he goes to London Ayo. and finds them. Yeah. But, but in this instance, I really thought her grand gesture for, again, for as low stakes, and I'm not going to talk about it because I don't want to talk. I mean, I don't want to give anything away, but I think it's perfect and it comes in the perfect place and it works so well. 
He needs someone to choose him. He needs someone in his fucking corner. He does. Yeah. And because no one's in his fucking corner. Literally Except not a single person. for his bandmates. Person. Yeah. Right. People are his bandmates. Yeah. Right. But even then, like his bandmates, while always in his corner, have their own thing going on. You they know, have their own life. They've got yeah. a, mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Have a tiny baby, like f- months old, not even like a year old, like months old baby. And they're moving out. And like they've got their own shit going on. And side, can I have a little side note? Really, go really quick. Of course. A little, a little like, so we were trying to figure out a, a scholar's name, and they and they gave us the wrong, or they gave somebody the wrong one. And we were looking for this wrong person for a while, and they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry. This is the actual their last name because that's what they told me because they're a tiny baby." <laughs> And it made me laugh so fucking hard. I was like, well, yes, because they are a tiny baby and they don't know what their name is because they're a kindergartner. Mm -hmm. Yes, got it. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, sorry sorry to derail, but that made me laugh. No, it's fine. Um, Yeah, he he just, he needed someone to to choose him above anything else. And and she was able to do that. Um, And I... And I think people in their own way do it. His family does it in their own way. Not too late to the party. But like his sister does it when she comes to the show. Yep. And then Ethan does again later. Like again, too late too to late. the show. Right. Not too late. I mean, there's never too late to make amends. and, and But enough that like where the fuck were you right. for so many years? Where have you been for the last 30 um, years? Right. Um, okay, so this sort of leads into my meat. Okay. All right. Fully respect and recognize that I I also, like, I agree that her grand gesture is super important to, to their relationship, but also to the two of them, mm-hmm. um, like, individually. Because she's going to stand up for him, even though it may or may not pull back on her ability to accomplish the goal that she's had this entire time. Agreed. And he needed that. He needed someone to do that for him. Now, I I don't want to give it away. Like I, but there comes a point when like, but right before she has the grand gesture where I was frustrated that he didn't stand up for himself yeah, agreed. Because I was like, this is like a moment. I was frustrated that he chose to run. But we see so many interactions with him and his mom. I know. FYI, the mom is the she villain. She is fucking terrible. Yeah, and he's tried to, and she just cuts him down every time. I know. So part of me is like, I think he's just tired. I know. Like he's fucking tired. I think he even says that. Like, I'm just fucking tired of this, man. Like, and I get yeah. that. I But I was, this is me nitpicking because I really, really enjoyed this book. But yeah, I was just frustrated. Like, by the time we finally got there, I was like, God damn it. You know, like, yeah, I yeah. wanted that for him to be like, no, Bigger. I have worked my ass off. I wanted yeah. him. It, it felt like he was gaining confidence over this period of time. Yeah. And then to have her so quickly, swiftly, and effectively cut him down like that and yeah. for him to, like, give in to it, I was frustrated by that because what I wanted for him was to stand up to her. 
in front of everybody in front because of it's not just his fucking his mom the whole town thinks he's a fucking loser right and i think that agreed i think that it would have been better if the grand gesture had happened and he would have been able to get some sort of comeuppance against the whole town or like an attaboy from everybody i mean like to see him and see his mom in a different light yeah 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 agreed um I was also frustrated with Ethan in that moment, too, because I was yes. like, Ethan, you're being dumb. You're being dumb. Come on. Like, y- you've got so much history. You didn't you think know that she this. was fucking you? Like, or you come on. Like, fucking lying to you? Yeah. Yeah, I I assume we'll learn more about Ethan in the next book. Um, yes. Now I'm super excited. Ew. Um, but that's it. I mean, truly, like, this is a great book. Yeah. What's your meat, darling? I would have liked a little bit more of the festival itself. Mm. I mean, not that I didn't like all the sexy times, but it was like, and also this is like three weeks. So three weeks or a month. I mean, it's not like, it's not a long period of time. No, they're falling in love pretty fucking quickly, but it's fine. I mean, we also, our epilogue is a year in the future, so it makes sense in the long run. I mean, um, but it, yeah, it's um I would have liked to have seen more of the ins and outs of like the actual festival itself because it's a fucking Aust festival. Yeah. Which if you don't mind I'll I will go into my bottom bun because it's the fucking festival cuz Do it. Fuck. I sent you a link to You in Bath. sure fucking like, did. I mean, Jane Austen's hometown. I mean, like, uh-huh. see, they have an Austin festival every year. It started in 2001 and has been going for the last 22 years. It's amazing. And it's in September and it looks fucking amazing. And I want to go, um, like, tomorrow. Obviously, well, I wouldn't, I would wait to go to September when it's actually When it actually happens, but... it would really suck to get there and not be able to actually go. No, I mean, I could spend the, the time in Bath, go to the baths in Bath. Um, I um, want to go to afternoon tea in the Regency Tea Room. I mean, all of this. I remember somebody, I watched a doc on somebody who wasn't a, like a romance reader. It was a guy. He wasn't into any of the like Jane Austen stuff. It was a, a British gentleman. And they sent him to this, I believe it was. And so he was like completely out of his element. But he, he got a different perspective of people who love Austen. He's like, I get it now. I totally get it. It's fun. You know, even if you're not like a romance uh, like reader and you don't. He's like, to be around people who like these many people who enjoy it is so in, you know, entertaining in itself. And um I'm looking at the costumes going, this is fun. Oh, I'm like, looking at the tea menu. Tea with Mr. Darcy. <laughs> Decadent and delicious serving of exquisite cakes, divine finger sandwiches, and a delightful warm scone served with Dorset clotted cream and seasonal jam. Um, you can also um, reach true elegance with a bit of tipple on top of the Mr. Darcy elements. Includes a 20, what is a CL? British listeners, what does that mean? CL? Yeah, That's like just a... milliliter, but not like 20 CL. Maybe common liter? I don't know. Uh, oh, okay. Um, we don't use the metric system, you guys. Uh, we're the, one of the only countries, the in, the only countries in the whole fucking world that does not use the metric system. We're, I want to say special, but um, uh, it might not be the same cent- kind of Centiliters. Centiliter, thank you. Uh, Includes a 20 centiliter bottle of Bottega Gold Prosecco. 
Yeah, I was going to say tipple. Tipple. Yep, that usually means there's alcohol in there yep. somewhere. You can yep. also choose a bottle of champagne, um, 37.5 centiliter bottle of champagne um, to go with the delights of the tea with Mr. Darcy. There's also Jane's Juvenilia tea. Oh, younger visitors. Okay, a smaller version of tea with Mr. Darcy for younger visitors. Uh, when accompanied by an adult. Includes yummy finger sandwiches, a fresh scone, a miniature cake, and a choice of squash. Um, I'm just looking. I'm on the page of accommodations. And I'm losing my goddamn mind. Like, I can't even... Like, they all look like... I mean, all of them. The travel holiday cottages and the bird hotel and the royal bath. Holy shit, the royal bath. Like... These are these hotels are like hundreds and hundreds of years old, and they're gorgeous. And like the Abbey Hotel, oh, I mean, oh. yes, I know. Oh this my God, that's beautiful. For women, but holy shit, to li- the to, like, cottages. Stay. Oh my Oh, I God. know, right? Ooh, the Royal Hotel. Holy shit. I know. I was looking at the Royal Hotel and like losing my goddamn oh my mind. God. Amazing. Also, two hundred and seventy dollars a night. So that's Disney money, right there. For dollars me. or pounds? Pounds. Which so it's so it's more, more dollars. Okay. It's only a few. I mean, like we're not. It's that not far a hor- apart. It's not that bad right now. But um, yeah, because I think when I bought that book set uh, of um, Bridgerton, mm-hmm. like the the fancy book set, I think like between between the two like prices it was like 150 but i ended up paying 170 so mm. 20 bucks so yeah whatever. i mean whatever it's yeah, fine not too not it's negotiable yeah uh, negligible Negli- yeah uh, difference but um yeah these oh my god the holiday cottages i can't i know this guys it's so I just, cute it's, cottages the cotswolds that's right i'm forgetting we're in the cotswolds at this point this um actually the cottage really reminds me of something that like little women would like where they would live yeah that's supposed to be what is it new england little women yeah huh because um because dad because papa Papa. is away uh during the civil war papa oh yeah you're right but Um, yes agreed it looks like something that i mean we did take a lot of the architectural yeah like but holy shit, I remember looking at, like, trying to find a place in Scotland to, a group of us were going to go, and we were looking at places, and I was like, I can't even, these place, oh, Betsy's Cottage, Jesus Christ, I can't, okay, also $400 a night, anyhow, who has Ooh. this money, any, <laughs> but yes, so the fact that, like, a whole town celebrates Jane Austen, yep. and to be there and to actually be one of the characters is amazing and fun, and that everyone enjoys these enjoys these books that we love so much mm-hmm. is just just a high point. And but I, you know, again, like I said, I would have liked more of that just because that is my bottom bun. Right? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. Seriously, these are so fucking cute. I know. I can't handle this at all. It's amazing. It's so amazing. I would just I would ch- chain myself to something. Be like, I'm never I'm leaving. Never leaving staying here i am here now this is mine this is mine setting up I for the podcast here with, with betsy's place yeah, i was just looking at it it's so adorable i know oh my god i can't handle this is that a fucking hot tub yes there's a Holy hot tub shit. in one of them yeah god that's cozy as hell i uh, know 
oh my god oh my that one there's a picture of someone wearing like a crown blowing a bubble that's queen elizabeth is that queen elizabeth Mm-hmm. amazing i mean obviously she did not pose for that photo no. but it's, it's definitely I, it, it's very um what's his name andy warhol that's yeah. it warhol-esque yeah yeah it is you're right oh i love that i don't like wallpaper but i love that wallpaper yes. in that room yes um, we will also just include the link to the Jane Austen Festival in the yeah, show because notes you all because be you all should too. be doing this. Um, okay, so we've gone through your bottom one. Yes. Um, this is like a weird, we've, we also kind of talked about like other things we've really enjoyed that could easily be buns. Um, yes. <laughs> buns. buns. Uh, this is like a weird thing that I really enjoyed that I don't know was intentional, but I... Once I thought of it, I couldn't not think of it. Um, so her name is Vivian, right? Who's the most famous Vivian? Vivian Lee. Oh, okay. I was thinking Vivian from Pretty Woman. Oh. And here's why. Because in Pretty Woman, uh, he, of course, asks her name and she says, what do you want her to be? And he wants to know her actual name. So she says Vivian. But what like made me think about it? First of all, I like the name Vivian. I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's a pretty name. It's super pretty. It's different, but not like oddball different. Where like you know, you spent an hour and a half looking for weird oddball names. Folsom <laughs> prison. Um, <laughs> oh my god! What if a prison was a first name? What if it was their middle name? Um, so <laughs> Folsom prison last name's Blues. <laughs> This is my brother. Walk the line. (laughs) My other brother, ring of fire. (laughs) Oh, and our mother, boy named Sue. also reminded me what was that movie talladega nights or something like that where the yeah. boys were in walker and texas ranger <laughs> walker. <sighs> oh my god <clears throat> oh my god okay so anyway i saw and again this could be like my weird ass brain i saw a parallel between like no one fucking sees vivian yeah. They only see her when they need her. And like she no one actually knows her name. They just like pass her by. Yeah. And I don't even know. I'm not explaining this well, but I thought that it was awesome that like both stories are sort of like about Vivian finding herself and like choosing what she really wants and what's important to her. And I totally recognize that yeah. that is like not an intentional parallel whatsoever. But I liked it. I liked the fact that there was like, I don't know, it was just a thing that stuck in my mind and would not leave once it was there. Well, and we get like, yeah, she gets to like make her own choice and make her own way and decide to be like, it's not as if like she's not trying to be like noticed. Right. But just no one cares. Right. I mean, and it's not that they're doing it maliciously. They're just kind of like they just in their own headspace. Yeah. And they just overlook her. Like she's not made a splash. 
you know. Well, and a lot of small towns are like that, especially here. Um, there's a town close uh, that if you're not born and raised there, you're never, ever going to be one of them. That's weird. And that's kind of what it reminds me of. It's like, unless you are, like, born and raised, like, because Sam left and he came back and he's still, like, and... I love this part about it, but Sam's like, I don't know if they're, are they married or they're, they're, they're engaged. He's engaged <laughs> to a man, yeah. which I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. I love, I love that aspect. And of this an that, Indian like, man. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then they're very Who's like accepted. a teacher, right? Or like a professor, a professor or something. He's professor at the college. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that he's, they're very accepted. So like the fact that she's not, mm-hmm. or just kind of like overlooked is very odd. Yeah. Like, but again, that's very small town. <clears throat> Like, also, I mean, I hate to say it, but like from a mom perspective, you are overlooked. Like it just. Yes. You are yeah. basically neglected after that. Oh, yeah. Keaton's mom. Keaton's mom. I have a name. I have a name. I have a name. It's not Keaton's mom. It's not. And it's not Sam Zach It's Stacy's mom. Because I've got, got it going, going on. on. <laughs> that fucking video. Stacy's mom's got a problem. She might be a sexual predator. <laughs> it might be. Might be. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I will also say I enjoyed that. So he he of course is not Brody has not read the book, and no, he says but, that's all right. I'll watch the oh. movie. Um, but did you write down what I wrote down on page sixty four? Um, they're watching the movie together. They agree that they will that they will watch the movie. Uh, we reached my favorite scene, and I sat forward a little on my cushion on my cushion. On screen, as Lizzie went to step in her car- into her carriage, Darcy took her hand to assist her. Surprised, she watched him walk away. And then, the moment, the camera focuses in on his hand, flexing from the overwhelming sensation of touching her for the first time. And what does Posey say? Whoa. Yeah, Posey says, like- brought it. Or Posey says, brought it. What the fuck? <laughs> Pause it. Brody asked. I was like, who's Posey? Parker Posey? When did she show up with this book? She was here? No. Veronica's just fucking tired. She was stuck in an elevator with Tom Hanks. (laughs) You've got mail. Uh, Pause it. Brody asks, startling me. Reluctantly, I press pause, assuming he probably needs to use the bathroom. (laughs) Um, But he shifted on his cushion to face me with slightly narrowed eyes. I feel like that was important. (laughs) Yes, Brody. Twas. Twas. Um... So then they talk about like that a little bit because it's not in the book. And um, he nod he nodded sagely. Right. Which is heck. Yeah. This this is what a handgasm feels like. <laughs> yes. Yes. 100 percent. Yeah. You know, Brody reminded me of Bodie, like the like Patrick Swayze's like surf character. Oh, from fucking- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like very surfer dude. Like, yeah, like, because I can imagine him going, like, pause it, man. Like, whoa, that seems like it was, like, important, man. But <laughs> seriously, <laughs> he's just, I I love his kind of, like, yeah, like, stoner, like, wow, man, it seemed like it was, like, important, man. But everyone thinks that he's not, like, he's airheaded or, like, doesn't, he's not productive. And then he talks about that, too. He's like, every, this whole town thinks that I'm, like, like a loser because I, you know, didn't finish uh, high school and I didn't go to college. Mm-hmm. And, but he's really successful as a music producer. Mm-hmm. He, he's and a business owner. Like, he's a business he's owner. He's not just like in a band, he's in a successful right. band and also owns a music studio, a recording studio and records right. other people's albums. 
Which anymore, it sounds like that's his main his so main like, source the of band income. Is kind of like yeah, yeah. like kind of steps the back, you know. The but like that's what I kind of love about his character. He's just lovably dumb a little bit, like. <laughs> but he's like, it's just one of those you just don't want to like discount him, and we shouldn't discount anybody for their like lack of whatever but mm-hmm. you know it's just kind of like he's also a very productive member of society that everyone just kind of looks down upon because he doesn't have like he does the credentials right. that his brother has right but <sighs> yeah i do there is a line like at the end i don't know if i highlighted it or not um he says world's okay as boyfriend and that made me laugh so hard <laughs> world's okay as boyfriend he is funny. Yeah, and the way he's with like his his niece, and then with Keaton is great. Like he has a part where he's talking up to um, I forgot her. What is her name? Ruthie. Um, no, she argued, shaking her head so her curls dance. I watched her gorgeous little face turn rosy with amusement, feeling a familiar warmth spread through my chest. Kid, I would punch a goddamn shark yep, for you. I right also in the highlighted nose. that. Yeah, I think that was super cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kendall, Kendall's his sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who, by the way, gets a Manny Petty every Tuesday? What? Yeah, are you doing? Well, I mean, I, I guess. I mean, she's. It sounds like they're wealthy. Like her and her husband are wealthy. Every Tuesday. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't do any of that stuff. So to me, it was like, okay, that's <sighs> fine for you. Um. It also, it doesn't sound like she works. So I mean, I don't get it. Um. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No. But I'm just saying, like... Money over men. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, There are just so many, like, so many things highlighted that, of course, from your, like, screenshots. Um, It's very comical. It's very funny. It is very Um, funny. I did find that I was laughing out loud a couple... Like, chortling out loud a couple times. For Um, sure. Um, even like just little things, they they're very quick with each other. Um, for example, uh, he says, uh, "I got layers, V, like a hot onion. Your jokes do make me cry." She said without <laughs> missing a beat. Um, I did. Oh, go ahead. There's another one. I did. Um, he says. I think this is during like the ball when like the the string quartet mm. is late and I don't want to like give that yeah. away but um he chuckled and started to back down the hallway. Cool, he said, adding in a cheerful voice. See you when I reject you for being too plain. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just I funny. I think that also works because when if you love Pride and Prejudice as much as we do, that makes it even. I mean, it kicks up the the humor quite a bit for sure um i did highlight something to you for you because I, it hit me like, i read it and i was like oh i hope he's got this fucking highlighted um now you now you know something embarrassing about me i shot him a look wait what does it say uh oh he says i was a 21 year old virgin he offered my head jerked back in surprise wait what why i mean sorry a story for another time uh, but after 20, things really took off. 
ew, I groaned. Please stop sharing. Now you know something embarrassing about me. I shot him a look. The timeline for someone having sex for the first time is not something to be embarrassed about. Virginity's just a social it construct. It sure as fuck is. And I absolutely loved that moment. Yep. Yeah. Amazing. FYI, this book's really hot, guys. We will get to that it is. We, very we shortly. But it is, it is hot tamales um there was let me see here page 92 um i don't have what like the lead up to this but he brody's saying like 14 year old pipsqueak with his first boner i was a grown-ass man with just his most recent boner (laughs) (laughs) um uh she says maybe we need to get a little messy to make the splash i want Jesus, she's trying to kill me. She had no idea how badly it wanted to get messy with her right now. I shook my head and shrugged. Okay, whatever you want. Good boy, she muttered. And I think I blacked out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. We uh, we also funny. have a, uh, he falls first. Yes. I mean, he's definitely like, yeah. He is smitten. He- pretty quick i mean yeah i mean pretty quick i think even from i think from coffee house i think oh yeah i think yeah and she obviously was attracted to him but then was like right you know she's also got a a kid to worry about too oh yeah i mean she can't just like let anybody in yeah because that does play a big part and because they want to keep it quiet yeah a while which obviously he finds disappointing because he feels like that goes back to all of his bullshit where he's like insecurities I'm, yeah. yeah like people are ashamed of me and um you know. and i like that's the other thing i like about this book is that like there's no they do have some quote-unquote miscommunications but it is cleared up like immediately because she's like no the reason i want to keep it quiet is because i have a child right. i need to explain to him what is happening so he's not confused right and like it's you know as a child of divorced parents it's not fun to like meet people that your parents are dating. Right. It's just not. And like it, it can be confusing. And I, my advice when friends of mine who are divorced, who have ever come to me with questions about like, Hey, I, you know, I'm dating this person and like, or I want to date or whatever. I've always been like, please don't introduce people to your child. Please just don't until you know that it's going to be like a thing and it's worth yeah. introducing them. Yeah. Just don't. Because it, it's just not, it's not helpful yep. because like your no. kid then gets attached to them. Yep. Maybe, so that when it doesn't you know, and out, then it doesn't yep. work out. And then this kid has lost another person. Like, it's just not fucking worth it. Don't do it until nope. you know that that person is, is around for a while. You know, yep, is in for the long is haul. in for yep. the long haul, or at least like you think there is long haul potential there. Correct. It's just not worth it. Not Agreed. trying to boss anyone around and tell them what to do, but just as a child of divorced parents, that would be my for, recommendation: yeah, take it or leave it. You health, do whatever the fuck yeah. you want. For for mental health reasons, it's probably a good idea to everyone just to step back and be like, "Is this healthy for my kid?" Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Coolio. Well, um, would you recommend this book? Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Would this book embarrass our mothers? It would. Yes. It would. Yes. Starting with the sound booth, you know? Yep. Finger in the butt. Anyhow. uh, Yep. (laughs) uh, So 
Yeah, we're going to take a break. <laughs> we're going to come back. <laughs> we're going to do stuff casting and ratings and then do some recommendaciones. So we'll be back in two. And two. <laughs> I don't know where that voice is. Is that a Muppet? I could it was Animal. It was Yoda. <laughs> Animal. <laughs> Nora. If anybody's seen Electric Mayhem, it's so cute. Nora. Anyhow. Oh, we've all seen. Oh, fuck was that? Okay. It was just Mr. Veronica being mad at a video game. Okay. Okay. Well, it happens. All right. Two and two, bitches. And we're back. We are back, bitches. We are. Mm. Yep. I was going to say, I was going to say something I found out, but it doesn't have anything to do. I'm just thinking of, we're back, bitches. Like, Brittany, it's Brittany, bitches. Oh, yeah. I found out that Jamie Jamie Lynn Spears was a big part of the, um, keeping her, keeping uh, Brittany in the conservatorship because she was milking off of Brittany. Cool. It's your sister. Cool. That poor woman. I know. And she's getting divorced because her husband is, shocker, a fucking gold digger. Did anybody question that one? Like, I, I mean, I saw the guy and I was like, oh, he's obviously in it for her money because he's like, he looks like he is. That, that poor, like, talk about someone who's had no one looking out for them. Nope. No, I mean, in the video came up with him, like, kind of like bullying her to be on videos. Like, no, nah, this is... Yep, tracks of what I imagined he was going to be doing. Yep. Um, fuck, what was I just going to tell you? Oh, I forget who I was talking to, but recently, um, someone I was talking to, uh, our conversation like ventured down boy band territory, and she was like, "I was definitely an in sync person, and I still am, except." that I can't abide by Justin Timberlake any longer. I know it's another part of like, God, I got to try to separate the artist from the music. Cause I do fucking love his music. I can't do it. I can't, it, it it ruins it for me. It ruins it for me. I cannot listen to his shit anymore. Even though there are some that I really enjoy. Like I, I just can't do it. I, I think once you make peace with like Michael Jackson, it's, I see. I can't make peace with that either. I mean, I can't make peace with it. I can, but it's just like, I think that's the like epitome of you've got to separate the artist from the music because otherwise right. like Billie Jean's never going to sound the same and it doesn't, but it's still like, I can yeah. still enjoy it for its, for it as a piece of work. Yeah. But it is hard. It's difficult. <sighs> it's hard. But you know what? It's just going to get worse for us all, guys, because there's just oh, yeah. more and more people who come out. And you're like, Jesus Christ, I thought they were a decent person. Yeah, I just the other day you texted me and you were like, hey, Post Malone seems like a good person. And then you were like, I'm just waiting for people to tell me how terrible he is. But luckily, like in all the comments, because there was a Tiny Desk concert, which I've never really listened to Post Malone. I might have heard a song here or there. He is absolutely fucking charming. Like he got up there and he was just like this like shy kid almost. Like he he was like the movement like um when your your posture is kind of like in upon yourself like you're yeah kind of you're shy. Like, your chest is kind of like caving in and your shoulders are rolling. He yeah. was like I can't believe that there's this many people just here to sit and listen to me and he he was brilliant. I thought he was great. Um, something I was like okay well I'll listen to more of his stuff but he was just very like self effacing very like. <sighs> 
just charming. Oh and God. then all the comments Even below. just like the still shot that I'm seeing, he looks like a little kid. Just he like does. <laughs> yeah. He, and he was like doing that nervous thing where he was like, you know, petting his, you know, petting his pants, but oh. like kept rubbing his hands. And yeah, like, like, like rubbing sweating hands. It, Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like he just was very much like i'm you know it's really awesome that you guys are even here listening to me and then all the comments underneath were like he's a really good dude and i'm like okay thank god <laughs> like I feel like he's seen, like he's very kind he's kind to his his like people who have done um have stitched i guess him with like their own versions of his songs he'll actually reach out and has done songs with them like Aww. he seems like a good dude but he looks so like not like he's got well, the right. face he's tattoos. got face tattoos for right. christ's sake and he's got like grills and part of his t- but he's actually yeah. very attractive and and just, just sweeter than hell and but he actually introduces himself as uh austin robert post is that his name mm-hmm and no then idea. some of the comments were like I can't, you know, Austin's doing so great. I was like, who the fuck is Austin? Oh, that he right. introduces oh. himself. And I was like, oh, okay. That makes sense. But I actually really like the name Austin for both a boy and a girl. Agreed. Well, because of Jane mm-hmm. Austen, probably. But uh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that too. I mean, yeah. I mean if I were me. going to name a child Austin, I would name, I would spell it like that. But I think in many cases yeah. these days it's spelled I-N. Yeah. yeah. But it was very, I was, I can't, but I was just like, oh, fuck. I'm going to say that I really like him. And then all of a sudden somebody's going to be like, but did you say he killed a puppy? Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. It's always like that. It's infuriating. Yeah. Just yeah. be decent people, guys. That's what we're thinking. Can we're we saying. play? It's it, never meet your heroes. It's so fucking frustrating. Yeah. Just don't be a piece of shit. I guess that's like. Mm. Just don't be a dick. Right. Please. It's exhausting. Speaking of dicks, um, yeah. we can do some ratings here. <laughs> we sure can. My dear. Um, yes. Would you, I, I interrupted you. What were you going to say? No, I was going to start. Would you oh. like to prompt me? Yeah, I would. Like, I was going to prompt you. <laughs> would you like to prompt me? <laughs> would you prompt me? I'd prompt me. Anyway. <laughs> I'm off the rails tonight. Um, we, are, we both are. How? Okay. How do we rate? Would you like to tell our audience how we rate things? I would be jizzed about it. Um, so how we rate rate things on the show? Hard tea. Hard tea. Hard tea there um, is two different scales. Uh, we do not do stars on this show. Or bars. Nope. Um, we do instead eggplants and hearts. Um, nothing about the eggplant is meant to be a binary thing. It's just... A hotness measurement. Yep. Um, some people would use chili peppers, and that's cool, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so eggplants are like, how hot was this book? How hot was it, you guys? Um, hearts, how romantical was this book? Did it burn the cockles of your heart? Um, you know, both on a scale of one to five, or, you know, occasionally zero to five. So, um, Ray, what <laughs> would you like to start with? I know which book we had a zero <laughs> of hearts in, in <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about since we were just talking about dicks why don't we discuss eggplants okay i like that i like that um i'm gonna go three and a half for this book yeah i think that that is a fair assessment i would all i would say three to three and a half yeah fair assessment. i love it fair assessment <laughs> like we got our like like clipboards out really okay so mm-hmm. it's penetration yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> there was coming and there were like a checklist like yes. <laughs> dab 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 <laughs> discussions of monster of monster porn 
butthole being touched. <laughs> oh, sorry, butthole being breached. Yes, <laughs> breached or touched? Both. Both. Oh yeah, both. Okay. But like, oh, I'm just saying oh, on the checklist. On the checklist, like... there. I mean, it's it's step one and step two. Right, right, right. <laughs> Massaged or or. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah i think that's totally fair um what about you i will also say i wasn't expecting it right because so many of the things that we get through neck alley are not true so it was a pleasant surprise mm-hmm. it was a pleasurable surprise pleasurable surprise uh-huh. <clears throat> uh hearts um, I'm going to go because it, I'm going to say two and a half just, and I'm going to put a disclaimer on here because it's not like, again, there's no big, not to say that it isn't romantic, but it's not over the top because yeah. it's not, a, there's not a real grand gesture. There's not a giant love affair. It's just two people who are attracted to each other, finding each other and falling in love and, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was also, yeah, I was also thinking like two and a half, maybe a three. Um, It's not, there's nothing like out of the ordinary. um, Not, I mean, nothing like Mr. Fixer Upper, where like you get the the best grand gesture of all time. Yeah, Um, the goat. But, right. But, you know, there's, there is something inherently romantic about two people who in many ways are opposite. Mm -hmm finding ways in which they are similar and um and choosing each other and and when we're looking at it i mean this is another retelling of pride and prejudice in in its own way so Mm -hmm. like it makes sense it makes complete sense i now i'm sitting here fucking wanting that emma book so fucking hard it's not even funny i mean i think you're right i think your theory is correct And And i think we should maybe politely badger robin (laughs) (laughs) hello Hello. 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 <clears throat> Just politely, gently. Yes. I mean. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> Ms. Ginn. We, we'd like this, please. Can you make this happen? Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, I mean, I would be interested. It would be interesting to see, like, what character she then introduces in that book to see who's going to be in the mm-hmm. next one and so on and so forth. Yeah, and how many will she do? Right. What do we get to see? Wouldn't be funny if... Well, no, it wouldn't be funny because I don't want Mac, cause Mac and, and Cheese have a kid. So I don't want to be like, wouldn't it be funny if they did were persuasion? I'm like, nope, no, no, because they do have a child. So let's not break those two up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But it will be interesting yeah. to see. For sure. Yep. I'm we would like more stories in this world. Hi, yes, we would like more stories mm-hmm. in this world. Thank you. All right, so now we're going to move on to our other favorite thing that we have decided to pull back on how we describe some people. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, me in after, particular. <laughs> after book talk controversy um, involving hockey, we we are making an effort to be more cognizant about how we talk about people. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, I don't know that we have... I don't know. We I don't know if we've actually crossed a, like I can't I don't think, think so. of a time when we have crossed a line. 
But if you're listening to this and you can recall times when we've crossed the line, just please know that we are in a space where we recognize that maybe that was not okay of us and we yeah. are trying to be more cognizant now. Well, yeah, because I think we used to the, the segment and mostly just talking about his ass because the movies talk about his ass was probably Chris Evans and the yeah. America's ass segment. But mostly mm-hmm. we were just saying, like, have we seen his ass recently? Have we seen his ass recently? <laughs> and I mean, yeah. It's a different. I think what happened on Book Talk was completely different than even our probably raunchiest shit that we've talked about of somebody. Like, we aren't going to a game. We weren't, like, on their pages talking right. about it. Like, we were in our own little worlds. The only thing that I've done for, and this is for B3, is that I've responded to, um, <laughs> uh, uh, was, it, was, was it Ken Foray? No, it was Keith, Keith David. And he had posted something of himself, and I responded. I was like, "You look great," or something. I'm like, "Look at great with those those like those duds, man," or something like that. And he like liked my thing, and I was like, "Okay, cool." But I mean, I'm not like I don't I think wa- that that's the same as someone saying no, you could crack my spine in no, half, which agree. is what was happening. I agree. That's so I was like, so. "That's the worst I think I've ever done." Like, yeah, you look yeah. great. Like, like you look sexy. I came. It wasn't sexy, but I was like, "You look pretty fine there, sir." Like, because he mm-hmm. did. He looked great in this suit, and I was like, "But that's not." Not the same as Not saying, same. Um, I would climb you like a tree. No. It's also or, a horror icon who's in his 70s. So he was probably very excited that someone was like, you're still looking great there, Mr. David. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe. Probably. Yep. Um, all right. So stunt casting. Let's discuss, darling. Um, we, we typically start with... Uh, with the ladies, because let's face it, we're here for the boys. Ladies, so, all the ladies. With the style and the grace. All the ladies in the place. Mm-hmm. With the style and the grace. Would you like to go first, my love? Sure. So, I was trying to find somebody who I thought would be, like, a little uptight. And, like, by the book. Fair. And we, if got the part, like, we'd be like, no, we have to do it my way. And then I found some this person in some of the, like color dresses that um, Vivian wears or like it's indicated that she wears and in particular this first dress and I was like oh well this is perfect um, I picked um, British actress shocker uh, both of my people are British Jenna Coleman uh, most oh. well known for she was in a PBS um, miniseries uh, Young Victoria Oh, no, sorry. Uh, Victoria. No, it was the young Victoria. Not one She's of those. adorable. Um, and also Doctor Who. She was like the last few, or like the first season with Matt Smith. Um, oh, yes. I actually did not like her in, in Doctor Who, but I really liked her in the young Victoria. Um, I might Love be getting that, that wrong blue dress I... with the like white and black pumps. Yeah. Adorable. But and like the last one is definitely her in. I want to say it's Queen Victoria. It might be Victoria and Albert. I think that's what it is. Yeah, because the young yeah. Victoria is Emily Blunt, which I love that fucking movie too. Um, Emily, I love. I just love Emily Blunt. I like do I would too. watch anything with her in it. Her and except then, I mean, for except for the Quiet Place or the Quiet whatever that thing is. Oh, I can't yeah. handle that. That's not. No, yeah. thank you. Um, but the green dress at the beginning made me think of the yeah. like the sea foam Wearing green. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And th- even that Victoria picture, like there's green in that dress. Mm-hmm. Like I can see her being like <laughs> her nose being out of sh- like bent out of shape because things weren't going like she planned. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
she's very pretty she is very pretty i do like her i just didn't like her in doctor who she comes in at a point where it's just it's a tough it's it's like one of those she she and then the woman who played martha also had the same issue that they come in after like the love of his life is gone you know and she's got to pick up pieces and it's like it's never that character you're ever gonna be like yeah totally on board you know so yeah any hoozles fair um okay so i uh I went with someone that I really didn't know anything about because I was just sort of sick of like the same people popping up all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and therefore I appreciate that you cho- also chose someone who is not like in Our that usual. top 10 list. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know a damn thing about this actress. I like it. Okay. Um, other than the fact that I actually found her because of the person I chose for Brody. Because they were in a movie together. And oh, okay. I, you might know the movie. We'll talk about it when we get there. Um, regardless, uh, this person, her name is Minka Kelly. I know Minka Kelly. Yep. Yes. Okay. I figured you would. Um, she was in a movie called The Roommate. I've seen The Roommate. Yep. I assume you have. Um the thing I liked about her is that, like, first of all, she also sort of looks like she could be... She's a Gossip Girl, isn't she? I think she was in Gossip Girl, like, back... Yes, I think that last one. Isn't she Blair from Gossip Girl? No, but she looks very much like her. Very much like her. Um, here's her the up. last one. Friday I've got her IMDb points. pulled up. Um, So she has been... In, um, she was in Jane the Virgin. She is not um, a gossipy girl. I don't see it. Oh, here. okay. <clears throat> she was in a, a apparently an adaptation of Charlie's Angels at one point. Um, yeah, the new one with um, Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, directed uh, and produced by I think um, Elizabeth Banks. You know I love fucking Elizabeth Banks. Um, this what she was in like a TV series of Charlie's Angels, so I don't know if that's oh maybe the same. It's, maybe no, it's probably not no. Um, but she has like she's been in a lot of things, but is not like um, starred in a lot of like massive things. Yeah. Um, but again, like you've seen the the uh, the roommate. She was also apparently in Euphoria for four episodes. Poor thing. Like she I've come was, to the conclusion that that show is just just ruins people. I don't want to hear that because I don't want Zendaya to get ruined. No, um, she doesn't. I think the director's a creep. I think he's an absolute right, fucking creep. Right. Um. Yeah. So anyway, um, Minka Kelly, she's shockingly like in her forties. Like somehow this woman really? is just not aging. Um. She. Uh, she was born in L.A. She's the only child of former Aerosmith guitarist Rick Dufay and Maureen Kelly, who is an exotic dancer. Good for her. Good for her. Um, so, yeah. Anywho. Um, I'm trying to think of how she started. Like, how did we come no- to know her? You know, like. For- right. This is what I'm saying is that, like, she's not been in anything that is, like massive she um one of like the more well-known um 
movies that she's been in is 500 Days of Summer, but she had a very tiny role in it. Um, however, she was on Friday Night Lights for 52 episodes. Yeah. So that's probably the thing that like kind of got her on the, the map, so to speak. Um, the roommate wasn't too long after that. Um, she was also in Just Go With It, um, which is a Jennifer Aniston movie, I think. Yeah, a Jennifer Aniston, um, Adam Sandler movie. So, like, that's something, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's else? probably, I mean, most of us probably She's would know. She's been in some I mean... music videos. Um, she was in a TV series called Almost Human. I loved that show. It was so well, good, and it didn't She last. played a detective. Yeah, yeah. and I think, it, I think it was only, like, one season. Yep. It's got uh, Carl Urban in it. He was, yeah. he's beautiful. Well, and him and I can't remember the guy's name who plays like the robot or the, he was yeah. fucking gorgeous. The guy who played the he's robot was gorgeous too. Beautiful. They were both, it was like, it was just eye candy. And of course uh, she Michael was Michael Ely. Aiden yes. Ely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful blue eyes. Oh God. Mm-hmm. It was just a yeah. show full of beautiful people. Yeah, of course. Beautiful Duh. People, the beautiful people. Hello. Still Hollywood. Yep. Um, but yeah, make a Kelly. Coolio. I like it. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's move on to the boys. Okay. So I sent you the person I was like, at first, the first person who popped my head. His name is right. um, Ari McCarthy. I couldn't find, I only found one picture on, of him. He's a really attractive. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to pick somebody different soon. I, you know, has an oeuvre. Um, so oeuvre. I was looking for, because it is, pretty well known throughout the book that he has that uh brody has long blonde hair so or at least enough that he can put it up in a bun yes so that was one of the things i searched on and this is the gentleman that of course comes up motherfucker um comes up (sighs) and that would be mr gorgeous himself chris hemsworth god he's so pretty and what I like about him is that he does seem kind of like Brody a little bit. I'm not going to lie. You know, like, him in... Ghostbusters? Uh, Ghostbusters, yes. Yes. 100%. Like, where he's... Absolutely. Where he's got the glasses with yes. the lens, without the lenses in it. Yes. Oh, my God. It's so fucking funny. Like, it didn't seem unnatural. Let's just say that. It yeah. seemed pretty natural to him, to me. Uh-huh. Um, and... But he's... I don't think enough people like cast him for his humor. He's got a really good sense of he humor. He is funny. He's very funny. Yeah, um, agreed. They throw him in these roles like the what was it Black Hat or whatever the fuck movie he was in. Like all these dumb like action movies, like which are fine. But honestly, that's where you need to go with this guy is go for like some comedy because he can be the you know the 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 tall, cute, dumb guy that like just. Yeah, like lunkhead yeah. sort of guy, um, or uh, you know what, what I like about Brody too is he's not a really a big guy. He's actually very lean and yeah. kind of wiry. So yep. and there's pictures of obviously like Chris Hemsworth was never giant like Thor like for his whole life. Like he had a nice body, but he's like young. Chris Hemsworth is like doesn't look roided out like fucking Marvels made him. Yeah, 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 yeah. They look like um, fucking jacked, like huge right jacked. and. and and from what I understand, most of them hate 
the lifestyle that comes with looking like that. Oh, absolutely. There's no way I could do it. I mean, there's just no possible way. I don't want to. You don't have a life. I don't want to live like that. You don't have a life. Yeah. I mean, actually, one of the things that, um, this is off topic, but uh, something that struck a chord with me uh, was watching Zac Efron actually has a show on Netflix. Um, I forget what it's called, but it's like he travels around the world. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't have to ever like, talked about it before. Yeah, it's yeah. excellent. Um, but in one of the episodes, I think they're in Italy, and he, like, eats bread. And he's like, I haven't had bread in so long. Yeah. And I think that this is like, I think when they were filming, it was like coming off the cusp of like Baywatch or something like that. And even like when uh, Top Gun, the newer one just mm-hmm. filmed, um, that dude, I cannot remember Miles his Teller. name. Miles Teller. Was talking about like the the lifestyle changes the he regimen. had to make yeah. in order to look like that. I mean, he was like, after the beach scene, we all just like gorged on food because you can't eat anything delicious i the book i'm gonna recommend um that i'm almost done with um it's she's an actress and she's like kind of like um gone home and she at one point she's in the (laughs) in the grocery store she's trying to decide what to get and she just gets a whole bunch of like fucking like snack food and just like a six pack of beer because she's like fuck it i don't have to worry about this shit anymore like at least for right now and i'm she's like i I'm going to eat some comfort food because I can. Why not? You know, it's called life. Like we shouldn't put these people to like these horrible, like, like body, you know, requirements that to make, you know, just because they, it's got a cleaner line on, on screen. Fucking figure it out. You got CGI fucking CGI their body then Jesus Christ. And also let's just not. Yeah. I mean, why do we have to like hold people to impossible fucking standards the and the only thing i'm going to say is because we we draw them literally like for marvel we've drawn them that way yeah but that's another thing is like we the women in 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 comic books have you know notoriously been just giant boobs yep huge fucking boobs little tiny outfits to where it's like completely revealing so there were so many guys shocker that were against mm-hmm. um the one run of um uh miss marvel because it was one not a white girl <laughs> and then two like it was a girl who was like athletic looking and she was actually a teen too so there you go we're gonna throw her and she was well she was um muslim so she was she was not wearing showing any skin thank you thank you for actually like you know worrying about the fucking character like the character arc instead of it, she just got big boobs and it's a little tiny outfit mm-hmm. i get infuriated whenever i see like video games even with like char- yeah. female characters Laura who Croft. have giant boobs tiny waist and they're wearing basically fucking nothing yep, lauren croft i and mean I'm all like, it is is just to show the tits moving back and forth it's called porn go watch it but like why i know why is it that that's how we have to have female characters portrayed because it's yeah because because you literally look at us like objects yep that's one thing i will say about the new that that new reimagining of that that laura croft movie i really Mm -hmm. enjoyed because she looked fucking athletic like she the she was in a tank top but she was not like boobalicious and her tits weren't flapping around and the girl could 
she was i don't know who it was but she, that girl could kick ass and i i enjoyed the hell out of that movie i thought it was good and she was smart and she wasn't just like what the hell was her name uh but if you guys are, any, are interested i would totally recommend that in a heartbeat it was great uh uh alicia vikander she was fucking awesome in it I will have to look that up because, as you know, I don't like Angelina Jolie. So, yeah, she, she it, it was her, and then uh, Daniel Wu kind of plays like a kind of a love interest um, at certain points in it. Like, yeah, it was um, it was very good, but she definitely kicks some fucking ass in that movie. Love that. Mm-hmm. Love that. <sighs> okay. So, who did you pick, my darling? Listen, I have I struggled Listen. with this. Listen, um, <laughs> I really struggled with this because the first person that I chose, or like the the person that came to mind immediately, I struggled with the like I don't know. I've already chosen this person, you know. Oh, like maybe yeah. I should choose someone different. Um, but also, I was it's like our own fucking show. We can do whatever the fuck. It's we, a, want. we can do whatever the fuck we want. Um, and then I chose someone else, and now I'm reverting. So um, it's can you, again. Can you been tell a me both coaster. people? Yes, I will. Abs- and actually, I've pinned like both people, okay. so I will absolutely tell you. So um, here, let me start with the one who I was the like, rejected. I'm going to go with this person. Yeah. Um, this person, I couldn't find any photos of him with like long hair, um, but. I wouldn't put it past him. And also, he is captivating. Um, this person's name is Cam Gigandet. Gigandet, yeah. Thank you. He's um, from Twilight. Okay, so this is what I was going to tell you. Because Remember, like, early when we first, uh, like, logged on and we were talking to each other, but we hadn't actually started the show yet. I was like, oh, that's where I know him from. It was He's, from that fucking picture Twilight. That from Burlesque. That first one's from Burlesque. That first one's from Burlesque. The second one that I sent you is from Twilight. Fucking <laughs> okay. um, I was like, that's right. Like, I just did not. Or he looks so Gigande. different. Yeah, it might be Gigande, but I've heard it Gigandit. You know what? Hot. Hotter, hottest. Can't you know, act like, we have a paper bag, but he is hot. He is attractive. Um, so anyway, that's the person that I initially, uh, or that like I chose, I was like, I don't want to choose the same person as always. And then I went with this person, but then I was like, no, I was right the first time. So, (laughs) so, okay. Reject out of the way. Hot reject. Reject out of the way. Here we go. Um, this is the person that, and this is when I was reading the book, I was like, this is who I'm thinking of. Mm. Cordover oh, Street, I, ladies You know what? Honestly, he came to my mind, too. I wondered. Earlier today, I was trying to, like, think of who I wanted to choose. And I was like, I wonder if Ray's going to choose Cordover Street. Because he came to my like, mind, too. Because of, like, the, the, Ari, the floppy Ari hair. McCarthy, and, like, yeah, it was, like, the first one in my head. But then he was also, he's so pretty. He's um, so pretty. I am interested in that, that uh, what's it, Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie. I've <laughs> seen it, and it's good. It's legitimately okay. Like, first of all, I think I watched it last year when I was like, you know, prepping for Christmas or something like that. Um, I legitimately enjoyed it. Lindsay Lohan is funny. And so is he. And also, like, I think that Cordover Street, and this is not meant to be like a mean thing to say, but like, I think Cordover Street can like play the dumb dumb well. 
Yes. Yeah. Because he was kind of a dumb, dumb, ugly. Right. You know, um, that that uh, third photo I sent you of him, like with the, like Donna, a scruffy the, beard and the, like can, the... the Canadian tuxedo. Yeah. <laughs> um, is it the third one? Hang on. No, the second one. I'm sorry. The second one where he's like leaning up against a couch and like he's sitting Hello. on the floor and there's like he's wearing like flannel. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how he looks in the Lindsay Lohan movie. It's a, it's mm. good. I legitimately recommend it. I watched uh, it last year. Nick De, De, uh, DeRamio does a, a video on it and it's kind of amazing because he has the same kind of like views that you do about it like he liked it um, what I like about that movie is that um, they don't do the overboard thing where Cordorgy pretends that like they're married like convinced like because you know like oh yeah like she knows she, she, has, she like, can't amnesia. remember yeah, like, like, like yeah she, she can't remember anything yeah like she knows that like there's she doesn't belong there but like yeah, yeah like because that can be played for laughs like haha oh i'm gonna get her to like you know whatever right no um it's it's really nice actually the way that um she gets incorporated into that storyline and like she because she doesn't know anything about who she is she ends up like staying in his lodge or whatever um because mm-hmm. he and, finds her does he not Someone finds her, or maybe he does find her, um, and brings her to the hospital, and he's like, I don't know, I've got a spare room. Like, she can stay in the lodge or whatever. And so he, I forget how it ends up happening or, like, why this decision is made, but, like, they put her to work in the lodge. And I don't know if it's because, like, she can't pay to stay there or if it's, like, an offer she makes. I just don't remember how, but somehow she ends up like basically being a maid in the lodge. And it's hysterical to watch her like attempt to like put like at one point I saw putting the sheets on like, yeah. yeah. And she's just like enveloped in this fitted sheet and like, can't get it. She doesn't understand how to do it. Um, but yeah, it's really, it is sweet. It's a very sweet movie. Um, I do recommend it. It's not, you know, it's a low stakes chill movie. It's for not going to be like, it's yeah. a great, it's it's a Hallmark movie to watch at it's, Christmas, essentially. Yeah, and it's chock full of like soap opera stars and yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it's called Falling for Christmas, I just looked. Um, I might watch it. it I recommend, um, especially leading up to Christmas. You know, it's just cute. It's just cute. Um, she is, her like fiance sort of, um, his name is Tad. Yeah. <laughs> Tad. It's just ridiculous. All of it. But it's it's good. And you know what? Honestly, like as a person who is how do I say this? Like you and I both grew up in a time period when like Hollywood was spitting out, was like chewing up female young actresses and just spitting them out. And that can like Britney Spears. Consequences. Yeah. I mean, Drew Barrymore, Britney Spears, Lindsay Lohan. You know, it's all kind of like in the same vein. Yeah, we want to see not them, like giving like to, a shit. Yeah, and we want to see them succeed because it's yes. such a horrible Well, Absolutely. and the guys too, not just even like like I look at Jason Bateman and like fucking Robert Downey Jr. and yeah. then you're like they they're just pumped full of fucking cocaine. Just here's cocaine, here's cocaine, here and they mm-hmm. and then that's kind of like a a common theme because same with drew barrymore i mean she was on coke when she was like 12 like it's just so sad it also doesn't help when you've got 
family in the industry, which I think right. that's the other thing that's kind of like, or your father's a piece of shit like Lizzie Lohan's father was. Well, both of them are. I mean, and Britney Spears' D- father. Yeah, that's true. Like, because Dina Lohan's a piece of shit, too. So, I mean. So, you, again, you have no one looking out for you. Nope. But, yeah, anywho, that's, uh, I recommend that movie. And, um, and Court you know, Over Court Street. Over Street, obviously. I'm just glad that he's gotten his, like, because. Because he started on Glee, you know? Because Glee has fucking ruined a lot of people's, like, goddamn, like, careers. And I'm glad to see that he's surviving and thriving, man. Yeah, Glee has... Ryan Murphy has ruined a lot of fucking yeah, careers. He's... I can't yeah. stand him, and all of his shows look the same. They all look the same. They all look rote, boring, whatever. Like, I am I'm literally... That... I'm the big horror fan who has watched literally zero no i haven't um, watched zero i've watched half of a season of american horror story yeah i watched like the first couple episodes of the first season of american horror story yeah i got to dylan mcdermott crying and masturbating i was like okay we're good here we're done here we're done here yeah i'm done thank you um apparently cordova street is on a, a tv series called acapulco okay uh and he plays someone named chad I have seen uh, promos. It's on Apple TV. Um, oh, okay. I've seen, like, after watching Ted Lasso, you know, like, if you just, like, let it end yeah. or whatever, like, all those promos play. I've seen promos there. So I didn't, I know the about the show, but I've not seen it. Gotcha. Okay. Alrighty. So now we're going to talk about things that we, we also like, not in lieu of, but we do also like in addition to. Hell yeah. Um, my dear, what are you reading? Um, okay, so a couple things. Um, I just wanted to provide an update because the last time when, when when last we left our heroines, um, we read Whiskey Chaser and we did not like it. Um, I, because the rest of the series is on Kindle Unlimited, I was just like, whatever. Like, I'll, I'll read it because I want to know what fucking happens. Um, I read I'm okay this... with being in the dark. <laughs> I know it's fine. Um, I'm happy to just inform you and you don't have to read the books. So, um, the second book is, uh, Jameson's book mm. and he's an artist and it's, it was nice to like listen slash read, uh, about like his art and stuff like that. Um, he, it's a friends to lovers situation, um, with a dickhead, like, ex-fiance situation where she breaks up with him, like, during the course of the book. There's no cheating or anything like that. It's just that, like, she's like, I, I don't I don't want this anymore, and I don't even, I don't want to marry him, and this isn't a great relationship. Mm-hmm. And also, like, look at Jameson and how fucking nice he is to me. Um, so, anywho, not bad. That one's called sidecar crush i think and then i did start to read the third one which is cassidy and bowie's book the angst at the beginning you would fucking hate because it's it's just like i will say it's well done in that i could like feel the pain that both characters were feeling i'm like halfway through um i am more convinced than ever that the final book will be Gibson and the missing girl. 
Mm. Um, who obviously won't be missing. Who obviously will no longer be missing and also not dead. Yeah. So. Um, okay. So other than that, I've been reading through those. Um, something that I have not started yet but am looking forward to is, um, and this is a like local author shout out. Um, there is a new author. Uh, her name is Brittany Wilson. And she just, I think Friday, yeah, August 18th, released her very first novel. Um, it's called The Hookup Type, and um, it's a new adult romance. I think they're in college. Yeah. Um, so I am looking forward to reading it, if anything, because, like, she and I have connected on TikTok and, like, have been kind of commiserating over, like, you know, publishing your first novel mm-hmm. kind of journeys. Um, but the excerpts that I've, that I've read sound fun. So the hookup type from Brittany Wilson, I'm looking forward to it. I love it. What about you? I have two, one, I'm going to be very brief with, because I'm going to write a fucking, um, review on, and it's going to be like, I wouldn't obviously be recommending it if it wasn't going to be a good, (laughs) it's going to be a favorable (laughs) review, but that is Curves for Days by Linda Mower, um, which Mower, Mower. Um, I believe both of these books, I think the other one, I think they're both first books, I think. Um, but it's Curves for Days. And um, long story short, it is a woman who is a plus size woman who wins the lottery, um, but has to kind of like get off the grid because everybody and their brother is trying to like get you know money from her. So she finds a small, sleepy little North Carolina town to kind of reinvent herself. Um and it's a grumpy, grumpy, it says, you know, kind of opposite. It came up on the opposite, or not, the uh, Enemies to Lovers. It's really not, it's more grumpy, grumpy sunshine uh, book. Um, and then the other one, which is an, which is is definitely grumpy sunshine. I'm sorry, not Curse of Days is, is not, it, but it is a grumpy sunshine. It was an Enemies to Lovers. This uh, whiskey business... <sighs> Yes, it is an enemies to lovers a little bit. Just the fact that, like, so whiskey business takes a uh, place in Scotland. Uh, a- this actress, um, uh, what the fuck is her name? <laughs> I can't think. Of, like, doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> cannot think of her. Fucking April. April comes home. She's kind of like, oh, I don't want to say washed up, but she is kind of unfortunately washed up. Actress who like had already like won a Golden Globe, had won a supporting best supporting. I don't know if she had won an Oscar, but she'd won like an Emmy, I think. And then at some point now she's fallen so far that she's doing like reality TV shows, like dancing with the stars sort of shit. And so she's moved home to Scotland to try to like find herself. And um, her grandfather owned a whiskey distillery. And mm. um, this happens, This you find out very quickly. So it's not a big, big spoiler, but um, she had purchased the, with the the distillery off of her grandfather because he was losing money because he was had a gambling addiction. Uh-huh. So before he died, and um, so she comes in and she's pretty much like, and the hero has been trying to purchase the distillery from the grandfather. Grandfather never told him that it's not his to sell anymore. Ooh. Yeah, so. That will come back at some point. Hasn't yet, but it will. I'm not finished with either book yet, but um, okay. uh, it's delightful and hot, 
It's very hot. <laughs> nice. um, but if you love Scottish banter and kilts, yep. As one does. Yep. And whiskey. If you enjoy whiskey, kilts, and Scottish men. Love it. I All love of the reading, above. like reading because she writes it like the dialogue is written very much like um, Scottish, like in Scottish brogue. Nice. So, yep. That's it. Love that story. <laughs> I'm reading as you're typing. Okay, so what have you have you been listening to anything besides the corn song? Um, no, I really haven't. I'm still listening to Sinner. Gotcha. Um, in my spare time. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What about you? Um, I got back to i don't know if i mentioned this one before i tend not to just because i know this is a a uh, touchy subject because there's two things we don't talk about religion and, po- and politics um but um there's a podcast i like called uh god awful movies where they watch like religious movies and make fun of them um <laughs> uh and um i've been going through their like because they have other spinoff shows so i've been going through those um they have one that i i think is very cute called d and d minus um but the one i'm going to recommend is citation needed um which is each member of the crew takes a they become an expert on something usually reading the wikipedia article about it and then pretty much describing it to the rest of the guys um in each episode i was just listening to um (laughs) pornhub biographies Um, So they're reading out some of the bios written by who knows at Pornhub uh, from some of the uh, porn actors and they are hysterical. So um, it's like it's literally like five very funny dudes reading, uh, reading, like talking about like the one before that was Sherman's March to the Sea. So it's a veritable like wide range of things to listen to but they're very funny um but if you if that sort of thing wet your whistle i would recommend god awful movies too our (laughs) buddies from uh, knowledge fight have been on god awful movies a couple times oh nice yeah so cool and by buddies we mean people we listen to yeah like not not, we don't don't know know them yeah i wish they did but they don't that would Um, be fun it would be fun yep there you go all right what do we got coming up Oh my gosh. Okay. So coming up, um, we have like a string of five ARCs, um, all from NetGalley. Yep. Um, because Ray was approved because she's media. So media. media. So next we have Sister of the Bride by Lauren Morrill. Morrill? Morrill? I don't know. M O R R I L L. Okay. Like the mushroom. Is that a mushroom? Morals? Morals? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Delicious. Okay. Um, after that. I think there's smaller mushrooms, yeah. Again, delicious. Uh, okay. After that, we have Cleat Cute, which um, is a, f- a FF romance, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, from Meryl Wilsner. Right, this will and be then, our second FF. We have only yeah, had just had satisfaction. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, satisfaction Guarantees. Is that one that yep. one was called? I think. It yeah. sounds like everything for you, but with ladies. Which I'm fine with. 100%. Frankly, totally I'm actually very excited it. about it, yes. Yeah. Um, that takes us through September. And then we have, um, for October 3rd, we have The Love Rematch by Kay Marie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Let's Get Quizzical, which I fucking love that title so much. <laughs> we don't uh, have by, a spooky book, but we, we don't might have a spooky book do yet. something in 
instead. Yeah, Maybe. we have um, we we will have an episode air on Halloween, so we just haven't decided how we're going to handle that yet. Um, so that's an open slot in our schedule, really. And then, ayo. Uh, but then we have yet another Neck Alley ARC, um, The Plot Twist by Aaron LaRosa. Yeah. So, so a lot coming up. Um, I'm really excited, honestly. Like these, when we're you and I close. were looking through the ARCs, I was like, these look fucking good. I know. And honestly, you know what, what's coming up, I think. Let me see. Uh, if they've announced, but I'm pretty sure we've got Bridgerton coming up in December because yeah, was that was like leaked somehow. Yeah, it was announced. A likely release window would be November, December. So Ooh, um, fun. Yeah, it was released to like some some fan uh, convention in like Portugal. I think they said December. And they 14th. quickly pulled it. Yeah, they they quickly. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure they said December 14th. So we're. I know y'all don't want to think about it, but we're getting pretty. You know, we're half. We're not. Even, we're less than halfway to fucking. We're five months out from December. So stop that. I know. I don't want to. I don't. We'll kind of like pencil that in for the end of November, just like yeah. in anticipation. But. Um... But to yeah, dumb. I'm that excited about that. That was what it was. To dumb. T u d u m. Was like it gets a Netflix convention, I think. Nice. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Um. Yeah. That's about it. That's what's up. And you can find us a whole bunch of different places. We're not. Re- you can check the show off. notes, please. Yep. Um, check out our YouTube. Uh, that's where the yeah. video for the commentary is. But also, yeah. just fucking like and subscribe, bitches. I mean, come on. Yeah, word. Um, the commentary, I think, is fun as long as you're, like, watching along. We do have the audio up if you just want to listen to it. Um, but yeah, if you want to put it in your earballs while you have it in your eyeballs. Yeah, mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, I think for best experience, you should watch along with the movie while you're listening to the commentary. Ad- agreed. Yes. Um, we Honestly, I want to watch it again like oh 100 percent. i'll watch it many more times probably um we will be having i now that my work has slowed down a little bit um i mean it's not really but i'm just gonna pretend it is because that's for my mental health i have to um we are going to i'm going to do uh spark notes will be coming up and that will be the choice (sighs) and then uh another episode of um the books that made us so yeah that's i need up. to get my shit together and do that i will probably be doing the next one and i'll give you time to do yours okay sounds good okay all right all right how do we end this thing oh my god in the most obnoxious way possible <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs> your face is so pretty oh gosh I love your face. I love that your shadow matches your dress. Oh my god, thank you so much. I'm very excited about it. It's very pretty.